We here, Corey? We here, man. Is this thing on? <laughs> Hi. Hello. Man, 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 man. I can't believe it. It feels a little weird. I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like we haven't been in here in forever. Yeah, I feel kind of brand new. Yeah, episode one type type vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the ladies. It's giving episode one. <laughs> it always really made me angry that they never said it's giving the blah, blah, blah vibes. Mm-hmm. They didn't say the vibes part. They stopped right there. Yeah. It just became a thing, you know. Yeah. But we'll get straight into it. Are we ready? I'm ready. I missed y'all. We're back. Yes, sir. Episode 201 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Let's get it. SpongeBob is playing. Yeah, man. <laughs> Those are the trumpets that uh, Jesus let you in the heaven with. <laughs> Imagine going up in trippy red. You niggas going to end up in a hell. No, you're going to hell to that. You niggas going to end up in a dirt. Dirt from the trenches had to make it work. Welcome, man. Wearing these for niggas just going to make it work. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. I wish the enemy hard. Bitch, I'm a star. Full of whipping, I'm whipping this car. I might just park in the yard. Cast eyes like and I rip them apart. Fuck it, I got no heart. No emotions, I live in the dark. I don't know why, but that bitch left me scarred. I don't know why you just ain't play your part. Now you focus on wishing me hard. Fuck it, right the bare arms. I keep that stick on me arms. Under the enemy arms. I cannot fold under enemy arms. Under the enemy arms. I'm in this bitch with the gang. I'm in this bitch with the gang. I think we ready, Corey. Let's get it, man. All right, man. It's episode 201 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. Yes, sir. I'm Jakari. How you feeling? Man, I feel great, bro. We are back. I feel amazing. It is back. January the fifth. <laughs> I feel great, man. Um, it's twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Happy New Year. Yes, man. Happy New Year to y'all. Hope you had a great holidays as well. But it's a brand new year, so just off the muscle that that already got me feeling good. You know, it's my birthday month as well. Um, but I feel amazing, bro. I, I can't complain. I feel amazing. I was feeling amazing when I walked in. We're coming off of a long break. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of rest in, uh, and especially. Not even because of being a Trippy Red fan, but something about the energy of that song coming uh, off of the yeah. intro. That turned me up. I ain't gonna lie. I swear to God, I'm in here ready to pot <laughs> right now. Like, shout out the listenership. Yes. Shout out the viewership. Uh, shout out everybody that's been rocking with us over the holidays. Um, we appreciate y'all for yeah. uh, for tapping in on YouTube. But uh, the back to what you were saying, your your break, yeah. your week. Take us, take us from when we left, Christmas Eve type vibes. Okay. Uh, shit, so Christmas was just a great time. Like I mentioned before, um, you know, got to spend time with my, my people, my family. Uh, went, went to their crib. We had one of my aunts and cousins come through. But Christmas was cool, man. I really just was lazy. I did a lot of sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same. We was watching sports, like bro. I was laid up all day. I Facetime you, you know, on, on Christmas when we chopped it yep, up. Yeah, saw you, saw you, uh, saw Mom Dukes. Yeah, so you know, I was just, I was just chilling, bro. So uh, Christmas was cool. Though. I ain't gonna lie. Like I said, it was great to just spend time with my people. I looked forward to that. 
Um, but yeah, so let's. How was your Christmas before we go off? Right, right, right. How was your Christmas? Christmas was amazing. It almost mirrored Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, I'm in my own house these days. You're in your own house these days. Um, so it was just a lot of relaxing. I started Christmas break on December the 16th. So I didn't come back until January the 4th. So the entire Christmas break, I'm just doing a lot of relaxing, but more specifically leading up to Christmas. Nothing but Christmas movies, Home Alone one, two, three. I, yes, we yes. even uh we sat and we were chopping up ideas for mm-hmm. next year. We saw some of the new Home Alone that dropped yeah, yeah, yeah. uh in two thousand and twenty or twenty one. What's the name of it? Home Sweet Home Alone, okay. and it it wasn't yeah. bad at all. Yeah, it was cool. It was um, cool. they had um somebody from the original bu- Buzz Buzz come back. Yeah, 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 he was actually like a police officer, or something yeah, like yeah. that. But nothing but Christmas movies. The house smelled like nothing but. Christmas candles and marijuana. Uh, it was amazing. I thought she was gonna say eggnog or some shit. No, <laughs> Christmas scents, peppermints and marijuana. Okay, that was what the house was scented like. A lot of relaxing family. I saw Mom Dukes, both my sisters. Uh, I cussed my father out. Mm, um, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, aunts, uh, uncles. I got to speak to. Things like that. But it was just, it was an amazing time. How was it uh, for a little man? Oh, my gosh, man. Like, that was that was probably the highlight of Christmas, okay. watching my nephew open everything. Like I said, we're in our mid-20s at this point. Christmas really isn't for us these days. Right. So I let my mother and my sister, um, my nephew's mom, know, yo, I want to be there when he opens his presents. Do not let him open presents until I make my way over to that house. I'll be there as soon as he wakes up. It doesn't matter if he wakes up at six or seven in the morning. I'll get up. Why did I let my phone die on Christmas Eve? Shut up. My phone died on Christmas Eve. This guy. Um, <laughs> luckily, because I'm I'm in the the school realm, my body is just set to wake up at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I wake up. I power my phone on. They called me about twenty minutes after. Well, I woke up about twenty minutes after they called me. Right. Right. Little man waited on me. Um, he's a weird kid. What kind of <laughs> what kind of fucking kid waits on somebody to open their presents? I, I was like, man, fuck him. He's I'm, a smart guy though, bro. Oh yeah, he's super yeah, smart. He's no, super I was just smart. talking shit saying he was weird, yeah, but yeah. um, he waited on me. Watching yeah. him open the presents was fucking amazing. Just because yeah. this is he's three. Last year you saw him open presents, but he didn't have a full grasp around what was really going on or if what Christmas was. Mm-hmm. He was fully in his entirety like in his brain he knew exactly what christmas was and it was it was nice he was in his element at three years old oh my gosh but (laughs) but in the same breath little man had an asthma attack he had to go to the hospital on christmas night damn christmas night and he spent spent two or three days in the hospital damn um so his christmas got curtailed but i had an amazing christmas yeah that's good man i'm glad you got to spend time with your family you know vice versa as well um I just had a great time. So. Little man's good, though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, so I actually I had some time off as well during that week. I, I worked up until Wednesday that week, I believe. So I had right. like Thursday, Friday, and then I didn't go back to like that next Tuesday, I think. Um, but I enjoyed that time, man. The break, though, just in general, bro, like you said, a lot of resting, a lot of just time. So um, much sleep. I really just didn't know what to do with myself. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I just, I was, Same. I was outside. I was living. I was doing a lot oh, of you, shit. Oh, you went outside? You were you being a little hootie patootie? Nah, bro. You know, we had like Christmas party and shit. We he was out being a hootie patootie. Nah, bro. I was really cooling. But um, I just, you know, 
I'm just doing shit. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm normally just at the crib, editing, watching TV. Like, and I was just not doing shit. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> now that I'm really thinking about it, I didn't go anywhere. Like I said, as it pertains to the sleep, I adopted this method over the break that you don't have to take too much time out of your night to sleep if you take two naps a day. <laughs> Nigga, I was napping two to three times a day for almost 14 days straight. Nah, bro, I, I took hella naps, like, and they would just sneak up on me. Two a day. Every meal turned into a nap over oh break. Goodness. That's the thing. Like, when you have the time, every meal will be a nap. Absolutely. I napped every meal I ate. If It, <laughs> it could have been breakfast. I, I ate breakfast at 9 a.m. I fuck around woke up at 1. Like, what the hell just happened? You wake up, like, in a daze. don't even know where you at and shit, bro. That's how my naps be. And then when you add weed into it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, now it's 6. Comas. Oh my god! Now I fell back asleep. I'm I'm up at six p.m. This nigga didn't create his own daylight savings, boy. Oh my That's god! Crazy. I, I was revolving around my own son. <laughs> the fuck? Twenty three and a half degrees type shit. Yeah, it wasn't even three sixty five year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent a year in there. Yeah, but we stepped out one time. We went to a little networking event. I think that was on the thirtieth. Was that the thirtieth? That was the thirtieth. Yes, 30th. the day before New Year's Eve, we stepped out. We went yeah. to a little networking event. That little mixer slash networking event. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nobody was there to network. Like I came in there with strict networking intentions. Thanks, I did too. That was a party. Yeah, it was a little mixer. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to us. A little mixer. Yeah, yeah. The whole season changed. Shout out to everybody. It was was, was lit though. Shout out, uh, shout out to everybody that put that on and helped put that together. No, but there were niggas sloshed in there, Corey. Like he's talking about mixer. There were niggas in there sloshed. It was a great time. Blunts being lit (laughs) at the networking event. There was twelve. There were laws there. I I was. Yeah, yeah. We they ran out of cigars. Yeah, bro. We was in the city though, so you had to you had to have the laws there. You know, shit could jump off at any moment. It jumped off after we left. Not that event. Nearby. Near nearby. 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 Shout out to City. Y'all niggas been getting to it lately. Like I I'ma stay out y'all business, but you guys have been getting to it lately. City is lit, bro. It's a lot of fireworks and I'm not just talking about for New Year's. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh no. Y'all trying to make this a a happy new year in this bitch. Shout out shout out to City. If you know, you know. But y'all Y'all going crazy. For sure. But one thing I wanted to mention about the event, though, this was crazy. This was, uh, it might not have been the first time, but I just can't remember. But uh, we got recognized from the podcast. Did we? Yeah. Y'all remember, I was like, you remember somebody, I'm not going to mention bro name, but they came up to us and was like, bro, keep doing your thing with the podcast. Yeah, bro, bro. somebody did come up to you. And after you walked away, I was like, bro, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I, thought, I thought you were joking. I thought you had at least like known someone from around the way. You didn't know who that was at all. I, I ended up finding out like how he know us mm, afterwards. Okay, from like social media type shit. But at the moment, no. Nah. No, I told you guys a couple years like years ago. Someone's come up to me in like a Kroger. Mm, okay. How the fuck do you do that, man? That shit is amazing, though. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I just like it just speak to the support, like. People. I know, but then you can't tell anybody outside of it because they're gonna think that you're calling yourself famous and right, shit. Right, right. It's, it's not <laughs> even like that. I just shit. I just be taking it in. No, it's bro. like it. No, it's like, no, I'm just a little bit. I'm just, no, I'm taking it in. No, I'm grateful for that shit, though. But that was cool, man. Like we said, we had a great time. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that I really miss over the um, New Year's Eve. What What did you uh, get into on New Year's Eve? Not a damn thing, bro. I was at home. That's why I, I was going to say the same thing. Bro, at home. I was at home. Did nigga. we get together on New Year's Eve at all? No. Nah. Okay. 
Uh, we may have linked up early in the day. That's why I'm saying, did we link up on New Year's Eve? We linked up early in the day for probably around like noon, oh, something yeah, like. We went over our goals and shit. Okay, I was yeah, trying yeah, to remember yeah. if that was that day or if that was the thirtieth. Okay, yeah. so we did we did get together on New Year's Eve, but like super early in the day. Yeah, shit. but when it comes to ball drop, midnight hit, yeah. fireworks type, sh- no, I was inside of my home. I was asleep, bro. I didn't even see no ball drop. Wait, you didn't make it to midnight? I, mean, I was knocked out by like eleven, so I put down everything. Now. Um, I think I was asleep somewhere between 12 and 2 a.m. It, it was not a late night for me. It was not one of those crazy nights. Maybe next year I'll get into something more festive. But no, the guys, the plans kind of fell through with the guys. Right. And then it just became something that like, yeah, it was like it's worth going out. And it's not that big of a deal to me. For New Year's to celebrate? Not to be not in yet. front of someone's fireworks show or sitting in somebody's club at the nightclub type Hell shit. No. And it's just not safe, bro. It's a lot of people on the road be doing dumb shit, firing off weapons and shit, bro. <clears throat> I'd rather be at home. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, if we not hanging out, of course, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, we didn't we didn't do nothing this year. Previous years we have, obviously, but this year we didn't do nothing. So I was nigga in the bed. Did we do something last year? Yes. We got dressed up and we went out to eat. Remember? No, that was the year before last. We were at Hops last year. We were? Yeah, Hop had the the last spot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah we were. So 20, that was, that 2020, was we were, were. Going into 21? See, this, Look, see, this is how I, yeah, this is how I failed college algebra. That was, so when we went to dress up, that was going that into was 20, 21. That was 21. That yeah. was 20 going into 21. You're, you're fucking confusing me. <laughs> yes, when we dressed up and went out to eat, right. it was 20 going into 21. Right, when we right. were with Hop, that when we would Hop both times. When we were with Hop at his home, right. that was 21 going into last year. 22, right. This was 22 going into 23. What, go. will we, what will we do next? Ooh, the time travelers, the, the maze runners, right. the loopers. <laughs> the loopers. Bro, you're sick. <laughs> That's, That's funny, though. It's fucking crazy. We just hopped in a time machine. Yeah, bro. <clears throat> but where are we ready? Are we, are we ready to start with this? Yeah, let's get to it, man. Wow. It feels crazy to even be back in here potting. Yeah. But I, I think we only have one thing in music to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's early. It's January. The music business is still shut down right now. If you guys don't know from, I'd say, maybe the beginning of December. Sis is fucking crazy for doing that, number one. Um, 300 plus. That is fucking insane. And she's still sitting at number one. We'll talk about her after we talk about YB. Yep. Um, NBA Youngboy, he's set to drop his album. I rest my case tomorrow, January the 6th. Yeah, you know, he has to be first to go ahead and get those 30 songs, uh, the, the first 30 pack out the way for the year. Yeah, it might be a 40 burger. Shout out Hop. <laughs> yeah, for real talk. But um, I mean, I'm not surprised, bro. Of course, this is a guy. So if we really being honest, if we if we go back, he, he told us last year he was going to drop in January. Yes, because he said that he was actually supposed to drop one more album in mm-hmm. December of 2022. Yep. That just didn't get to happen. So here it is. I'm not surprised, uh, but we'll, we'll see, man. This is this is a guy. I mean, I like I like the, the the previous projects, the last like two three projects that he did drop in and off the year. Once he got off uh, the label and shit, even though he it was still, still on the label or whatever on the label, I don't understand that still. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how this sounds. I'm definitely gonna play it just because it is the only shit that's out. Yes, like that was what I was saying before. The music business kind of shuts down from the beginning of December to probably. I would say mid-February, yeah. um, but NBA Youngboy kind of stands on his own, too. He doesn't really abide by the music industry's rules, so if he's dropping, he's dropping. And to my knowledge, this is going to be NBA Youngboy's first album drop on Motown Records. 
Oh shit! I did <laughs> see. That's what I mean. I forgot he actually signed a new deal. Yes, and Ooh, I, I believe okay. Kodak said to go to. Kodak is. Yep. I don't know if he said to go to Motown or if he said to go somewhere else, but he still got a couple more albums to lock in. I think but, it was Motel. Okay, yeah, yeah but he's yeah. he's set to go too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, this this is NBA Young Boy. We already know what he's capable of. I hope he doesn't oversaturate 2023 with music. Mm-hmm. He's with a new label. Maybe we can expect things to be a little bit spread out. But I, I don't. I would say the NBA Young Boy is the type of artist that if he's gonna put his pen to paper and sign on something, he's gonna have it his way. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I think. Him going to Motown, he did that just to have more creative freedom. To drop whenever the fuck he wanted to, to drop. whatever he wants. So don't expect him not to drop other music this year. That's just leading off. That's going to be my statement, my opinion. That makes sense. And in today's time, dropping a lot of music is okay. And NBA Youngboy's fan base knows him for dropping all the time. They're going to listen to it every time. So why would the label not accept money for that that's this he's gonna drop hell his business he's, he's gonna drop hella songs he's gonna drop hella albums i just i walk back everything i said we're gonna get 10 albums this year we might get more than 10 albums <laughs> a thousand songs in one year from this nigga what was it last year like it was 100 plus wasn't it probably because i mean he dropped like eight projects 30 songs a piece they didn't all have 30 songs but and he dropped with the baby he did it was it was over 100 i wish we had the exact number but like I said, don't don't expect him to do nothing less than what he did last year. I, I wouldn't be, like, I would be shocked if he doesn't drop five, six, seven, eight projects. That's just what this guy has been doing the last five years. So You're going to see the numbers increase, though. Because of the label or just in general? Both. Okay. Do you think this Stop the Violence thing is NBA Youngboy, or do you think that's Motown Records? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. We talked about previously how, you know, he's changing. He is entering. He's maturing. He's growing up. He's doing both. Yeah, yeah. He's entering industry. Mm. That's what we have wanted from this guy for years. Yeah, I know. I didn't know it was going to enter with nail polish, <laughs> but I'm not mad at it. I'm Wherever <laughs> he wants to go, this is making NBA young boy happy. Yeah. Um, it's it, <laughs> I didn't know this is where we were going to begin or the face paint type thing, yeah. but- Whatever makes NBA Youngboy happy, whatever has him in a great space to where he's not, you know, on bad timing, yeah. making great music, selling albums, making money, I'm good with that. Yeah, man. But, um, he's happy. Yes. This is what it's starting to look like. And if you can see it, I don't want to say like the Hollywood type shit, but he's becoming more acceptable to industry things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's that's good for him because um, you know he's always had that image or that mo where people want to stay away from him. So he's cleaning up his image. You yeah, know? he's becoming a lot more likable. Yeah, for sure. Just over the last six months, NBA young boys become a lot more likable. Mm-hmm. You've seen things in the media that are promoted only positively. Type type shit. You haven't seen too too much negative come out from the second half of 2022 about him. Right. Um, I'm trying to really think about it. You had the Bobby beef. That was water under the bridge. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't too much. Nobody was doing anything with that there. Yeah. I hope. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm excited for this. We've gone a little too <laughs> too uh, deep into NBA Youngboy, but the album I rest my case is dropping tomorrow, January 6th. Yep, yep. But what I was saying before that was SZA's fucking insane. 
This is her third week on top of the Billboard Top 200. Yep. When we left, the album had just dropped. Had she just gone number one when we left? Yeah, she had just went number one. Okay, yeah. So 315 or 312? I can't remember. She sold 315 the first week. Okay. We are now sitting at week three. Right. This is her third week at number one on the Billboard Top 200, and she has now tied, uh, I believe, or not tied, I'm sorry. She has the longest running number one album since Beyonce's self-titled album in 2016. Wow. That's crazy. Yes. That's that's very crazy. Is she gold now? She has to be close, right? If we're sitting at three weeks and the first week was 315, they might not have reported the numbers yeah. yet. That's a gold album. Yeah, it has to be. And, and somewhere within the next four to six weeks, she'll go platinum. Sheesh, man. That's crazy. Um, but no, man. Hella, um, that, shit, that album's getting hella spins. I've seen... You know how many people... I'm sick of the song snooze already because y'all are overplaying it, bro. I know it's um, great as fuck, but everybody yeah. is playing that song so much. Yeah, I'm not gonna be. I'm not trying to be the sexist lady. Stop playing that song, bro. I love. I am a scissor head. Like y'all be calling me a barb. Damn. I'm more on the scissor train than I am a barb. I'm no one. I'm on, I'm on no one's train. Number one. <laughs> but uh, I'm more on the scissor side than even that type shit. And I'm telling y'all, hey, cut it out. Yeah, man. I love Snooze. Y'all are taking that really far. There's other songs on the album that sound great, but I get it. Uh, but I'm just sick of seeing Snooze, man. I, I haven't had to even play the album back because I see it and hear it so much. Oh, you like, haven't played bro, the album back? Bro. This nigga's tripping. I need to give, like, I wanted to oh, give tripping. it time, bro. He I'm wanted to give Caesar, it time. Bro. I told you, like, I'm really... All right, let me critique the album a little bit. I said this before. No, yeah, let's get into it. It's great music, right? It's great production, great songs. She's a great artist, but I'm not a huge SZA fan. And her lyrics don't really resonate with where I'm at in life. So, like, I'd be like... Mm, oh, that's after, what you're doing. After oh, while, I can always get back in that mode. After a while, like, I just really want to turn that shit off, bro. And that's just me. You know what I'm saying? That's just me, bro. But I, There's I'm not songs, big on SZA. Though. There are songs on here for, for every mode. Like... Just you have of, the heartbreak mode, but you have songs like Snooze that are dedicated toward like, I can't leave you because I'm fucking with your energy type shit. Yeah, man, but not the whole album. I think it's still like hella, what, what do they call it, toxic? I don't even know. But like some of the lyrics, I just be like, all right, I'm not really like this. I'm not. This is not 2017 me anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm past all that shit. What artists nowadays can you get with? Because all R and B artists make that is the that is the age of R and B that we live in. The right. the music is toxic. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I just that's why I haven't played it a lot. I'm not saying that I'm not listening to it. This but nigga, this nigga's crazy. I don't want to listen to it every day or every week. I'm just not playing scissors like that. Well, listen to ship. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all know. <laughs> I've listened to this album at least ten times. I play this album damn near all the way through once a day. Jeez. I am. I am contributing. I've contributed at least a hundred thousand. <laughs> I don't put up. I don't put up a hundred thousand sales for us. You're the reason why she number one. I have a hundred thousand iPhones in my house. Sheesh. All of them are just to buy this album. Yeah, you over there faking the streams. That's crazy. At nighttime, I play it just turning down real low, like Justin Bieber asked. <laughs> Bro, hold on. That fucking man is is sick. That's hypnotism, nigga. <laughs> he, he wanted niggas to play a song called Yummy at Night. 
<laughs> nigga, are you out of your fucking mind? Are you for real, bro? Are you crazy? I wouldn't do that for Justin Timberlake, bro, nigga. For anybody, bro. But no, nah, that's sick. What are you saying, bro? So hold like, if y'all don't remember, just he, turn it down real low. He literally told his fans so he could go number one. I want to go number one, <laughs> really bad, guys. Really bad. Play my song. I know just... you don't fuck with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it on loop on repeat as you go to sleep I know you don't fuck with my shit so let me make a deal with you listen you don't even have to play it while you awake oh my goodness you don't even have to play that shit while you conscious dog Damn, turn Justin. it all the way down and just let it rock while you sleeping that's sick that was an all time low for Justin Bieber bro I ain't gonna lie that was crazy and if I'm not mistaken either like know. number um, one I don't think oh no he, it was like number two for, yeah yeah but I'm talking about some whole other shit. If I'm not mistaken, somewhere between three months before, three months after, didn't Selena Gomez do that sick ass shit too? Probably. Shit, they ain't the same. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they still they still fuck. Shout out Haley. <laughs> Shout out Haley Bieber. Right, right, right. <clears throat> Who knows, man? But no, damn, you got me so sidetracked. What were we talking, we talking about? about Scissor though, and how I, how I haven't been listening to the album type shit. Yeah, I've been listening to this <laughs> album every single day. Mm-hmm. Corey, yeah. It's great, bro. I'm just saying, like, okay, Yes, look. you do not resonate with it. I don't necessarily resonate with that right. space in life either. I'm not sitting here. I'm not heartbroken anymore. Right, right, exactly. But I'm just saying, that's why I'm not listening to it every day. I, I am hearing songs. There are songs that I play from the album, but I'm not just spinning that hoe every day. I haven't. But I'm going to go back to it. I just haven't really, like, since the first week that it came out, and then that next week, right? I haven't played it all the way through since that week. See, but because we are in talk media, mm-hmm. we are in music game, right. we are in rap game type shit. I use that type of music the way Michael Jordan uses shit talk. Okay. Like, explain. Oh, I might listen to, to Scissor's album and come in on a Monday or a Thursday and go crazy on some relationship or a right, sex right. talk yeah, yeah. because... I've been channeling that shit from the music type shit. That makes sense. Um, yeah, the same way Michael has some like somebody might have been like, "Hey, Michael, good game." <laughs> He's like, "Well, I took that shit personally." <laughs> like, like I'm like, I'm listening to Scissor shit. Like, I fuck around. New playlist coming out. Um, <clears throat> Roger Taylor presents "Come Home Soon" Volume Two coming out in February. But yeah. um, yep. I fuck around and go crazy on that just nah, listening yeah. to to Scissor shit. I feel you, bro. But you know, I mean this. This shouldn't be anything new to you know. I'm I'm not somebody who like I let the wave die for a lot of shit before I even go to mm-hmm. shit. You know. Yeah. He. Corey, have you stop, watched? Stop, have you watched Wu Tang? <laughs> Corey, have you watched Wu Tang? I have not. Get. This was episode two hundred one. <laughs> um. You you got your song of the week? Yeah, bro. But no, nah, man, I haven't, man. I haven't. But I, I swear to God, and I know I said this before, I'm gonna watch it because I also need to watch Snowfall, bro. And Snowfall's coming back next month. Corey, I swear to God, if you watch Snowfall before you fucking watch the Wu-Tang. I'm sorry, bro. The last season of Snowfall was ass. I'm only watching Snowfall this season because it's, it's been such a good show leading yeah. up. And and this is the final season, just like I did with Power, because right. I thought Power was terrible towards the end. But, Corey. I know, I know. No, but back to what you were saying about you're not you're not really the person you really catch things after the wave's over. So like the whole scissor wave, like I said, Snoop, I'm tired of seeing it right now. So like I will go back to it once I'm ready to go back to it, and I probably will enjoy it more. But bro, every time I sign into social media, I see snooze. 
I see SZA. I'm like, God damn. I want to see something else. You know what I'm saying? But it's no no degrading the music, bro. I know how this, the shit sounds. That music's amazing. It sounds great. I'm just not playing that shit every day right now. And now that I've played this album at least 10 times, guys, I'm ready to do it. What's that? The production, <clears throat> the quality of the music is superb. Mm-hmm. A plus. Mm-hmm. The album's not better than Control. Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Because this album is still top tier. Yeah. And and nobody could do better at this time. But um, it's not better to control. Control is something that'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing that I wanted to say about SZA before we moved on was TDE and SZA were very, 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 very strategic with dropping this album and the timing of dropping the album. I'm positive that Punch and Top Dog... Um, SZA, the entire gang over there watches accolades. They study accolades. They know after a certain amount of weeks, after a certain amount of months, you'll hit this. You'll go platinum here. You'll break this record here. You'll do this here. Yeah. Um, Dropping in a time where no one else is occupying the music space left nothing but people to listen to nothing but her. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean... They were gonna do that anyway if right, she dropped, right. of but of course. But no, you're you're correct, and I mean it's it's TDE. If anybody's gonna do it the right way, the most st- strategic way, it is gonna be them guys over there. So that makes sense for them to drop in December because we talked about it. You know, the album kept getting pushed back. They came out with singles like they rolled it out nice, and like you said, in December nobody is dropping. So that leaves you to go number one the second week, and the third, the week. third week, and she'll probably go number one. Who's dropping on Friday? NBA Youngboy? <laughs> yeah, She's going number one again. Nobody else, unless another genre, but not from rap R&B. Nobody's dropping. She's going to be number one. She I, will I, more than likely be number one next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Makes sense. that's the type of thing that I was saying. It was super strategic. And this is for the accolades, too. Yeah, pad the stats. Yeah, for sure. J- Jimmy Johnson and shit. The U. <laughs> the, run it up. Facts, facts. Um, Shout out TDE. Shout out SZA. They're going crazy. Yeah. Uh, platinum headed soon. Are we ready to get out of here? Yeah. I think that was the only music that we had for the pod. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the news because we got a lot of this shit, man. Let's do it. <clears throat> the first thing, I, I would be remiss if if I passed uh, the passing of Big Scar. Yeah. Rest in peace, Big Scar from uh, 1017, one mm-hmm. of Gucci Mane's artists. Mm-hmm. He passed over the break. I believe it was to a drug overdose mm-hmm. um, to which they were able to confirm it was uh, an actual prescription drug overdose. Sheesh, man. Um. They they said it was an accidental prescription drug overdose. Yeah, just unfortunate. He's a very young guy. I don't have his exact age, but he's in his early twenties. Okay, yeah, I don't I don't want to be wrong and say that either. Yeah, he was in his early twenties. But um, shout out Big Scar. Yeah, I, I just didn't want to pass that. Absolutely, rest <clears> in peace, man. All right, we're coming off of the end of 2022, so there's a bunch of 2022 greatest and best and best of the generation, best <laughs> of the last this year and that year. And I believe, I'm not sure if this is Variety or whoever, who came up with this? This is uh, New York Times. New York Times. Yeah. Okay. The New York Times has listed the greatest rapper of the generation. Yeah. And they have named K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, man. So, generation. Let's just start there. How far, where does generation start? This generation, because I, I've 
I've listened people like listen to people say like Jay Z, Kanye, Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say that's this generation. Yeah, I would say 2010, right? I would say yes, 2010 to now. To now. Would be we could the, really do twelve. That's when the album came out. I would say maybe twelve. Yes, I want to. I want to give enough range for the end of millennials and Gen Z in there because that's exactly. a part of that's a part of the end of the millennials right. teenage years. That's fourteen to the adolescent young adult age for millennials, and then uh, in the two thousand and tens and moving into today's time. This is. This generation's mm-hmm. Gen Z teenagers moving into their young adult years. Right. So this generation is basically, yeah, um, the end of millennials and the top of Gen Z. This went in an uproar, but I I agree with this. I agree too. I don't think there's anybody else that you can really give it to. That's what I was gonna say. I'm not. I'm not saying that Kendrick doesn't deserve right, this. Right, Kendrick right. is well deserving of greatest rapper of any. Anything. I don't time. care if you wanted to say it was from 2010 to 2015, 2015. Yeah, yeah. Kendrick Lamar has been the greatest rapper in the game since he stepped in it. Absolutely, man. There's no <clears throat> argument to that. Uh, like we said, Good Kid, Mad City. You can argue, but I'll just say it. It's the best album that's come out in the last 10 years. You know what I'm saying? That was 12, right? 2012, if I'm not mistaken. 2012, that? October 2012, yes. So, like, I don't think anybody has put out a better album collectively from start to finish since that yeah and if anybody's put out a better album since then it's another one of his albums <laughs> it's real shit real talk though. because then you get on to the argument on better rap on good kid mad city but better artistry on to pimp a butterfly right the man can only outdo himself and can only be outdone by himself then you move on to damn which is a mixture of both and they won a fucking was it a Pulitzer Prize? Uh, Pulitzer Prize. Like, come on now, who does that? Then you wait five years on one of the the greatest albums of two thousand and twenty two to drop. Yeah, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. What you said was correct when we began the conversation. Like I said, I don't want to say it because I don't think he's the greatest, mm-hmm. but there really isn't another artist that could be compared to him over the generation besides J Cole, but. J. Cole's rapping and artistry is up there with Kendrick. Right. But because of commercialization and how popular Kendrick Lamar is, I think his impact is bigger than J. Cole's. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I've always had that argument as well. Y'all know I'm, I'm Dreamville biased. J. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rapper. I know that. I know that. Um, so obviously, I'm always going to say that, of course, I think Cole is a better rapper. But like you said, it's we talking about who's more decorated, who's been more acclaimed, who's had the most popularity is Kendrick Lamar. This is a Pac and Biggie conversation. Like, and, and it just is what it is, man. Kendrick Lamar will always be the Tupac of right, it. Right, of course. Um, So yeah, naturally, he'll take the crown for shit like that. Uh-huh. I saw a lot of people saying Drake. I understand when people, if if this said the greatest artist of the generation, I can get with you. Yeah. We are speaking specifically right now as the greatest rapper. Rap on wax, rap on paper, rap on bars, rap on freestyle, whatever that is. If you have a debacle that deterred your career, 
based off of someone else writing your lyrics. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what point in time in your career that was. That will always take you out of that conversation. Yeah. Unfortunately for Drake. I know. And I love Drake. <laughs> and, and to be completely honest, none of that shit that had to do with Quentin means anything to me. Yeah, not at all, bro. Because every artist does that shit. You know what I'm saying? That just that just blew up. And that was the first time people really had heard about that because, you know, you just we, we studied the game. We knew shit like that happens all the time. But that just kind of got, you know, a lot of eyes on it. It was too many people involved. Everybody's like, oh, shit, Drake doesn't write his rhymes. We like, had to void the rap card then. Like, come on, guys. We like, we knew Chris Webber and the Fab Five were amazing players. <laughs> right, right, right. But when he found out they took that boost in money, they had to void all them wins. <laughs> exactly. And then he called a timeout when they didn't have it. Yo. <laughs> and the, the crazy thing about it is I love Chris Webber, but this nigga's such a bitch. He won't talk about that shit to this day. Because, bro, he fucked up. <laughs> Like, dude, own, own it. Own it today, yeah, though. Just own it, bro. But that was some fucked up shit. Yeah, and, and your your career with the Sacramento Kings won't save it. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga phase be crispy, though. That oh my goodness! Can we finally talk about how much the NBA fans fucking hate Chris Webber as an announcer? Yeah, let's do it. Um, to be completely honest, I didn't hate him as an announcer until I saw how much everyone else hated him, and then I jumped on the train for fun. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun to hate Chris Webber as an announcer, and once you realize he's saying some of the stupidest shit up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I love the guy, but he's not the best announcer. Um, no, not at all. He's almost up there with, you know, Bill Bill Walton? They, <laughs> no, that, they fucking, ju- junior? Or are you talking about senior? Senior. Okay. They fucking hate him. But I don't think he's that bad, bro. They I can't remember him, Bill Walton's. Uh, oh my god, they hate Bill Walton. He does a lot of college games, um, specifically uh, UCLA. That's that's his. Uh, yeah, yeah. What they call his it? alma mater. Uh, alma mater. Uh, but no, bro, he gets as much hate as Chris Webber. Uh, a lot of people don't like Reggie Miller. I fuck with Reggie Miller. I fuck with Reggie Miller. I, yeah. I can't lie. I fuck with Reggie Miller. But Chris Webber, I don't even think he does a lot of games. And they like to throw him on them, them late NBA uh, TV games. Because he sounds fucking stupid <laughs> up there. A lot of people not even watch it, bro. Because it, there'll be a point in time where it'll be two teams, fourth quarter, three minutes left, down by one. This nigga's talking about the turkey he had last night with his wife. Chris Webber, if you don't get the fuck back to the game. See, that's what Bill Walton be doing, bro. He be talking about all type of like other shit that's not even have anything to do with the game. Chris Webber will parlay someone's layup into the struggle the nigga had because his father wasn't in his life. Like, Chris, if you don't shut the fuck up up here, you had your chance on the 30 for 30. You declined. Fuck out of here. Fab five, man. Shout out to them boys, though. Both of them niggas, bro. Him and Jalen Rose. These niggas have the coldest phase. And Jalen Rose was bald as shit in college, bro. If you look back to... The Fab Five 30 for 30, he was bald. And that was 10 years ago. I don't understand, bro. He has the crispiest fade. Yeah, he went and got that Deion Sanders. Yeah, of course he did. He went and got that Tory. Yeah, he did. That Mr. Lanes. That that Mr. Prison. That Beijing. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. No, not the Beijing. You know, the real, they got the real hair follicles now. They dust down over it. Yeah, like like Sanders got for sure. They dust that shit like it's barbecue seasoning. <laughs> Over the grill, yeah. Like, and if you've actually seen it, it looks like gunpowder. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Um, do you remember the toy as a kid, Wooly Willy? Um, yes. It bro. had the little black shit yeah, you shake yeah, yeah, around, yeah, yeah. and you, you had the little the, the dials. You had the no, no. <laughs> Which one? No, no, no. Oh, you're talking about an etch a sketch. Etch a sketch. <laughs> they do. That is etch a sketch. Uh, etch a sketch black crack pla- uh, pepper that they put on these niggas' heads. Like 
Um, but no, I meant Wooly Willy is the one that, that one. it was the orange uh, or yellow toy mm. that had the man's face on it that it had all the magnetic hair. And you could take uh, the red, the red uh, wand and stick it with yeah, the magnet yeah, and put and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what niggas is putting on their hair these yeah. days. That's that's what I. That was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, when I get to that age, bro, I'm gonna just let my shit go. I'm not doing that shit. Um, I'm locking these dreads up very, very, very soon. Where? You niggas is not gonna do me like that. Yeah, bro. I'm not. I'm not finna be like Brian. Oh no. I'm not. I'm just gonna let my shit go. Have bro. you seen KD? Bro, KD's a he's a mess. KD. <laughs> He's a mess. <laughs> He's a mess. Bro. KD. <laughs> He's a mess, bro. But that's um, you can't say shit to KD though. Nah, I mean because he's made because it, he he made it known for years now. At this point, this guy's been in the league I think since 07. Um, fifteen years in the league. Like I don't give a shit. He hasn't brushed his hair since day one. So, no, he hasn't. So what can you say to the guy? And the thing is, most people are like, "Damn, you haven't brushed your hair. You look broke. You can't." really say something yeah. like that yeah this is a he doesn't look like a bum he can't be a bum yeah but he should brush his fucking hair though. no yeah that's sick it's sick yeah he has he, a ball spot now right on top he at least has enough money to constantly get haircuts like you don't even have to continue to brush your hair yeah you don't care you don't care bro just at the length that it starts to bb up just cut just cut it and you could have a personal barber, bro. This is Kevin Durant. Like he probably does. He doesn't see that nigga, but every two months. <laughs> Imagine keeping a fade. You only see your barber every two months. That's a thousand dollar fade, nigga. Imagine Kevin Durant's barber charging a thousand dollars a fade. I might slap that nigga to sleep. <laughs> if I'm if I'm only coming once a month, I'm gonna have to up the ante on you because it might be two thousand. Facts. I need Especially to. if I only cut you. <laughs> How else am I going to make my quota for the month, bro? How else am I going to eat? Exactly. And that's still only 24000 Exactly. Still not enough. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. okay. Get your hair cut. <clears throat> where, where are we at with this? Are we are we still in Kendrick Lamar? Uh, I don't really have anything else. Just outside, like we said, I agree with the New York Times report. I think he's well-deserving yeah, of, sure. of greatest rapper of the generation. Shout out Kendrick Lamar. Absolutely, man. <clears throat> Let's move on. We're hearing a lot about Glorilla lately. Mm -hmm. Glorilla's been blowing up. Her songs have been going crazy. She just dropped an EP that's going crazy. Yeah. She's all over social media. She is a, a beautiful young lady. Um, but we're hearing nasty things about, <laughs> about the team, Glorilla. Yeah, man. So there was just a report that came to a couple of blogs that Glorilla's been scamming? Her team. Her team specifically. You know, Allegedly. Allegedly. They're not saying that Glorilla had any knowledge. But uh, there was information that was received from her bio. So, you know, all these rappers they have, you know, for booking, promo, tour, things like that. Contact this number here. Contact this email right, here. Right, So people are saying that they're going through, you know, the contact that is listed in her bio. The official, yeah. Official Glorilla, right? Um, but people are getting scammed. Right. So Allegedly. So in these instances, basically what happens is she'll have, like what Kari said, DM for promo or DM mm -hmm. this number or DM this email for promo right. and they'll reach out to that actual phone number or that actual email address and they'll consult with the people and there have been victims allegedly that stated they went through the official one on Glow Real Estate and they paid upwards toward twelve to fifteen hundred dollars mm -hmm. for a pro a promo post right. on Glow Realist page or someone from Glow Realist team to which 
they were like, you know what? I don't have 1500 Can we work this out? And Glorilla's team was like, you know what? All right, we can work it out. Allegedly, Glorilla's team <laughs> says, you know what? All right, we can work this out. Just a thousand. Just pay a thousand. Right. And the victim would pay a thousand dollars. And you're like, you know what? I got me a post on Glorilla's page. Mm-hmm. Cool. <clears throat> to which that never happens. Right. They give a call back, wondering what's going on. And they're like, you know what? That's not enough money. We're gonna need two hundred more dollars. <laughs> Pause right there, guys. If you have ever been scammed, oh goodness, if you've God. been, if you've been a scammer. Everybody's been scammed at least once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first indication that you're being scammed is if you've already sent money, you guys have confirmed the price, the set price. Right, I was going to say that. Which was $1,000. She couldn't afford the 1500 so they worked it down to 1000 Right. They agreed on that. She sends the 1000 in. If they say, you know what, not enough, we need more. <laughs> you uh, Right there. You're getting scammed. Stop right <laughs> fucking there yeah you are being scammed that's rule number one though but i guess a lot of people just maybe ain't never been scammed or they just like i need this so bad because it's glow really like you yeah. said it's somebody who's on her way to a list she has a lot of you know followers and things on her page you want the promo and to them they went through the official site so right, it's like so. you know what I can't be really losing money. I went through Glorilla's blue checked site right, right, right. to get this, allegedly. Their thought in, in their head is, I'm going to reap that back. Even though I can't afford it, maybe at this moment, that 1000 1200 1500 from the promo for my business, whatever it may be, my product, I, I'm going to reap that back. And this is Glorilla. This is tied to Yogati, probably what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. I can't be getting scammed. This is too official. Come on now. Blue checks. So she sends two hundred more. Now we're sitting at twelve hundred dollars. Still no post. Still no post. She gives a call back, mind you. This victim states every single time she calls back these numbers, she gets calls back from a different phone number. She might have gotten a four zero four the first time. Now she's getting a nine seven one. Now she's getting a four three four. Now she's getting a two one eight. And she says she's speaking to a different person every time. Every single time. I'm like. The red flags are there. The red flags <laughs> are all there. Like, come on, Shardy, but um, it, that's just an unfortunate situation. You know, she showed emails, she showed text messages, like you said, and different numbers, different contacts. Um, and they asked for three hundred more. Three, three hundred more. They, they got to fifteen. Right? They upped the ante to fifteen. She, she said, crazy. "No, I'm not paying it." Yeah, like, come on now. Now I want a refund. So she never locked in an exact date mm-hmm. for the promo or right. things like that. But she was like, "You know what? Now I want a refund." Can you send my money back? Glorilla's alleged team sends her back a message saying, sorry, you've locked in your date already. And we confirmed that we can't send your money back. Never heard from him again. <laughs> he said at first, he said, I'm sorry, I've been so busy. <laughs> what does that mean? Don't you ever take my money and tell me you've been busy, bitch. Nigga, you busy. What? With my shit. What? So, yeah, he said, I'm sorry, I've been so busy, but we agreed on a date, which they never allegedly officially agreed on a date for the promo post um but just like come on y'all i understand it dog i understand we want to get the promo but like you said it's just too many red flags for me it's unfortunate you know i hate that she lost her money she hasn't gotten a refund things like that but it gets to a certain point where it's like no yeah you you need you need to know at a certain point that you're being scammed come on but let me move on there's more we've got another victim Mm -hmm. This one is actually kind of cut and dry. Absolutely. This is not someone that's saying they were scammed online from someone claiming or posing to be Glorilla or Glorilla's team. 
even though they went through the official account. This is someone who actually choreographed a dance or uh, a dance session Mm -hmm. with Glorilla. Mm -hmm. She is actually stating that the dance that you see Glorilla do a lot, she's done it with different artists. She's actually made it a pretty popular dance. Yeah, her signature. Yeah, that she kind of tweaked that that move with her. Mm This is all documented via Instagram videos. The yep. choreographer has that type of stuff yep. and said that she was charged uh, or that the choreographer was charging fifteen hundred dollars for the, five, the five hour session I for a five hour session. And it wasn't even that she was being charged that that was what Glorilla's team said they were willing to pay. Right. Right. Maybe it, it's just me. But the fifteen hundred dollar mark, seeing that more than once is getting a little eerie. <laughs> Yes. And then on top of that, for this particular situation, another difference here, right? Because this is somebody who actually had contact with Glory, like we said, she courted And the team for real. Right. So, um, but they said, I will pay you when she comes back to Atlanta. Yeah, like we're here in Atlanta now. We're here now. Somehow I just saw you pick up that seven hundred and fifty check on that plane with Yo Gotti, but fuck? I can't get my fifteen hundred to the next time we're back in Atlanta. What? And apparently um, Glorilla arrives back to Atlanta and she doesn't get her money that time either. Right, but why are we not paying up front for things? Like, you know, I just, that's my question. I'm just like, why are we not negotiating? Why is there not contracts? Why is there not, you know, agreements? I'm things sure, like I'm that. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was, Claire. Well, shit, you should be able to get that bread and she still ain't got her bread neither. Well, you know they're gonna I mean? have to fucking take it to trial. Yeah, shit, fuck it. Um, Glorilla has responded. I want to put that in there before I say anything else. And she basically said, all year, I've been telling you guys about this fake number or this fake whatever that's being sent out, whether it's an email address or a number. Don't respond to this number. I will never contact you first, is what Glorilla said. My team will never contact you first. Don't get scammed she said i've been telling y'all all year and somehow y'all are just not missing like y'all are not getting the point y'all are continuing to get yourselves scammed so watch out um i believe another publication had reached out to them regarding the incident with the choreographer as well and the team responded but they kind of really only answered the question about the scamming they danced around it for sure uh once again nobody's really you know owning up to the shit it's all alleged Right, of course, but they're just like, basically just what she just said, like, hey, people could use fake apps, they could change the number, they could do this, Glorilla would never do this, you know, just dancing around and shit, like we said, nobody's really came out and said, hey, this is really what happened, of course they're not, but I'm just saying, like, that's just where we are with this shit. Well, uh, we've gone ahead and explained, so uh, what do you think, Corey? <clears throat> yeah, so we talked in pre-production, and um, this could be true, I'm not going to say it is true, but this is exactly how scamming works we had a whole conversation about this shit uh especially for a new and upcoming artist bro you have a lot of people on your team who are probably your homegirls, your homeboys your family members and even yep. th- even though you're eating right the superstar they're not eating like you are eating so they have to find ways to get their little extra petty cash or whatever. You look, know what I'm look saying? Look at you removing Glorilla from knowing anything about this. Just, that's, what that's what I'm doing now. Who knows, right? Look at him removing Glorilla from knowing anything about this. But look, man, that shit happens all the time. So oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This, this is not is, the first time this has happened. This is believable. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not accusing anybody, but 
I believe that this is happening with a lot of artists. It could be happening with Glorilla in this point. But like I said, this is not nothing new. People scam like this all the time. So I believe this could be true. I'm going to just say that. I'm not going to accuse anybody. What do you think? I agree with what you're saying. Um, I stand with black women. Glorilla didn't do this. Right, of course. Um, <laughs> but listeners, I'm going to involve you. Okay. Because you guys are not attached to the podcast. Each listener, think about yourself individually. Say me and Kari are doing, you know, we got the podcast rolling, whatever. The Rise and Grind podcast, that's its own separate entity. And I ask you, the listener, I ask you to start a little something on the side. I'm going to put a link in my bio, tell people that they can they can do promo through this, this, that. I'm going to have you guys set up on an app to where you can use a burner phone. You can burn that, that number whenever you need to get yourself a new number. And we're going to run some scams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell people they can get promo. They're going to go through you who are in no f- shape, form, or fashion connected to my business. They're going to reach out to you. You're going to do the transaction, you and that person, not this business, Mm -hmm. and take that money, change the number, (laughs) never hear from that person again, and we bust this money down together, us three, and it's never been attached to the Rising Ground podcast. It was only attached between you, the scammer, and the dummy. Like I said, that's why I'm not saying I, I didn't include her. Yeah, but I'd say like well, well, because we've seen this happen right, before. Right, right. There's family members. There's like we said. There's people on your team. They gotta eat too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's that's why I was getting it. Basically, I'm just agreeing with you. Like, come on now. Yeah. So whether that's I'm gonna promote you, or what were the other forms of things that we were talking about? Um, e- even with the choreography, mm. that kind of just sets more into it. Like, the choreography is its own separate thing. The scamming is its own separate thing, but if the scamming is alleged and we have the verified non-payment from that, it's only insult to injury. <laughs> and it was the same amount, the exact same amount. Yeah, and fifteen hundred. Like, what's up? And the deflection is just uncanny. <laughs> uncanny. <laughs> Guys, you know there are apps where you can. You can make a fake number and change it and change it and change it. I've been telling y'all all year. She basically gave y'all the game. First off, just need to pay attention. Um, right. You didn't hear that from me. But uh, but no, nah, man, literally, I couldn't agree more. Like I've been telling y'all all year because you niggas been scamming all year. Because I've been scamming all year. <laughs> Come on now. It's, and she's a newer artist. Like I said, I'm not I'm not putting it on her, but I'm just saying newer artist. I'm bro. trying to put it on her. Right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> not even not even this case. Say, I wouldn't even, even think it. I caught it. Uh but no nah, man, for for new up and coming artists, obviously we know she's hit a, a crazy level of fame like super fast. And she does not need to scam. We right, know that. Exactly. But I'm saying for like newer up and coming artists who are trying to make their way up, like that's the game. That's the game. DM for promo, hit this link in my bio, call this number. Like it happens. In this game, this right here, viewership is is looking at it is a money maker mm-hmm. so whether it's off of instagram tiktok facebook twitter uh, reddit discord whatever it is that you're using if you have a platform they're gonna find any kind of way to make money off of it and that dm for promo shit is is killing it right now yep, so yep. yeah if you have some niggas on the side and you can actually be 
running real promo too, making some real promo money and scamming on the side. <laughs> oh my God, that is that is we might LLC that. Facts. But it's very believable. Facts. facts I don't. Facts. I, I'm not saying it's believable in Glorilla's case because I don't know Glorilla. I don't know her team. I don't know her team's dealings, and I don't know the inner workings of the deal with the choreographer. Mm-hmm. Like it could be bullshit. So, um, yeah, this is this is yet to. Uh, this isn't over. No, nah, for, for yeah, sure. I don't. There's I, be more people coming out too, speaking on this shit because. To my knowledge, those were not the only two. That's why I'm saying, like, and this is Glorilla, somebody who's, I think she has a million on Instagram now at this point. Hell yeah, she, she has that. a million on Instagram. So just think about how many people have hit that in the bio. This nigga playing music and shit. Why will my music not go down though? Like it's like, it's like it won't go down. But nah, bro, you see this shit happen all the time. I'm looking at it. Your shit is really tripping. Like, why can I not stop playing music? I'm sorry, listenership. Yeah, that shit just went crazy. And whoever the fuck was just playing music, I did. <laughs> almost just said something that was going to be really bad for the podcast. I just... It's all good, cousin. <clears throat> but no, what was, I even, what was I even headed towards doing that? I don't know the what you were doing over there, man. Stupid music is getting me. I was going to see if Glorilla had at least a million followers. Oh, yeah, yeah, she do. But um, we can go ahead and move on. This is, this is not over, though. We can start talking about Meek Mill, though. <laughs> Meek Mill finds a way. This guy has the worst look. Especially when it comes to being the ass of social media. Yeah, right. Glorilla has almost 3 million followers. Yeah, 2.8. Meek Mill finds a way to be the ass of social media all the time. Yeah, bro. You know how hard it is to always be the butt of the joke? Like, literally, every single time? It's because... He he doesn't even know his tweets are insane every time he tweets. This guy. Um he doesn't know his gestures with his hands and mannerisms are doing what they're doing in the pictures. <laughs> he at that time he slipped and fell outside of his house in the snow. Yeah, he had the time he was sitting in the pool, he had the french fries in his lap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He had the face that he made just a couple a couple of months ago on Instagram Live that became a meme. They had him running out of jail. Oh, yeah. Um, the one where he had his, his Amazon link to his Twitter. He, oh was, he was looking up, like, sex toys and shit. Oh. <laughs> he was like, bro, how do I unlink this? Meek Mill, a, he's a character, man. He's a character. This time, Meek Mill visited Ghana, Africa. <laughs> and boy, did he have a time. <laughs> Usually, when you see artists or celebrities visit countries or, or foreign countries, especially Africa. Right. They're visiting the roots. You'll see them doing uh, traditional or cultural type of things. They're being very welcomed into the community, into the country, into the culture. Mm-hmm. Not Meek Mill. <laughs> this nigga was getting his head slapped around. It was kicking him in the back and shit. It was putting signs on his back. Kick me, fuck me, <laughs> shit like that. Bro, he was fighting for his life. This, <laughs> like, literally. this man couldn't have had... <laughs> A worse fucking trip. And the thing about it is Africa carries a certain MO, so he had to act like he loved it the entire right, time. Right, right, right. So first, the first thing that we we saw was <laughs> Meek Mill was going through the crowd. They were beating the shit out of him as he was going through the crowd. This nigga had security. They couldn't stop him getting the shit beat out of him. Bro, like was it why was he there? Is he doing a show? 
in Ghana. There's a lot of shows that have been going on recently in Ghana. Um, uh, Chance the Rapper. Rapper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's putting on a lot in there. Um, Him and uh, Vic Mason, they've been doing a lot of shit out there. And and even Meek. You Mm -hmm. saw him speaking to government officials out there as well. Um, But you saw him getting slapped the fuck around. Like, we'll get to him getting big up and shit. But right now, we're spreading hate. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah, 2023. I'm here to spread hate, Absolutely. nigga. Absolutely. <laughs> we gonna spread love, but let's get this hate on, yeah, nigga. Let's do it, man. Um, yeah, they beat the fuck out of him as he walked through the crowd. Yeah. Then somehow they managed to pickpocket him. They steal his phone, <laughs> hold that bitch for ransom. What's up, Meek? Ah, uh, what's what is going on, bro? They said that shit went from dreams and nightmares really quick. <laughs> <laughs> um. It, it didn't look like he had a good time. Towards the end of the trip, I think his last day or second to last day, some people returned his phone, and he couldn't do the the normal U.S. type of thing, which is post on social media saying, please, please, please bring my phone back, and I have a reward. And what really happens is they rob that nigga once, <laughs> when they get right. that shit back. Guys, let me give y'all one-on-one before I go back on that. Okay. If you ever steal or come up on a rapper's phone, and that rapper goes on Instagram, Twitter, or any or any any of the such, Snapchat, they make a story and they're like, We have a reward. We're not gonna do anything. We just want the phone back. We just want the phone back. We have a reward. We got some money for you. You better not get that fucking phone back. <laughs> you are better off finding someone to unlock that phone and getting all of the content out of it and selling that bitch. Because the moment you give that phone back, Someone's going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> like, I, I hope y'all know it is not sweet. If you think that you stole somebody's phone and that these gangsta ass niggas is just going to hand it back like that, you are going to get the fuck beat out of you if, over that yeah, phone. if you stole it for sure. If you stole it. If you, if you find it, it's different. If you, you have to do some training day bathtub type of convincing. <laughs> To to convince them niggas right, that you right. found that phone. You gonna be like that that social media nigga, the cop that be <laughs> getting niggas killed with his maneuvers. You know what I'm saying? The oh shit! I wish I had his name. Um, <laughs> the guy that he swears you can take the right. that he you, you take can't the take the gun, gun out, out of your hand. Oh right, right, right. uh, yeah, whatever. He gonna get you killed. Yeah, please. But um, moral of the story is do not return that phone to a rapper. Yeah, uh, y- you're better off. You're better off getting the contents out and selling that. Yeah, yeah. Meek Mill didn't have a good time. Yeah, man. Like we said, um, and you would think going to Africa, going to Ghana, like you said, um, I actually checked it's an Afro nation show is what he was out there for. Okay. But yeah, you would think it would be peaceful. That's our people, things like that. But Meek Mill, like I said, he's just, he's the butt of everybody's joke, bro. He was getting his ass beat, bro. He turned into a punching bag, like for real. I blame Rock Nation. <laughs> they have his back. Yeah, that's if that's what we doing now. Shout out Tory Daddy. Like he gave he gave me the the alley oop nigga. I'm blaming Rock Nation for everything. Oh my gosh. And Meek Mill just severed his ties with the Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blaming Rock Nation for this. Everything that goes wrong this year, we blaming Rock Nation. Absolutely. Gotcha. Don't let it be anywhere tied to Jay Z. Like if Cameron goes through any turmoil this year, Rock Nation. Dame. I don't care if J Cole stubs his toe. <laughs> I don't care what the fuck happens. Right, right. What what just happened to Kanye? Rock Nation. Rock Nation. Oh my god. Why do we not why do we not think of that? Come on now. Billionaires. Rock Nation did it. Megan J. That's the worst tandem. I know. All right. <clears throat> do we have any more about Meek Mill? We can move out of Meek Mill. Shout out to him though. I hope he did make it home safe though. 
After, yeah, yeah. After all the, t- the turmoil. With his phone. Yeah, yeah. So that's good, man. But shout out to him, man. Shout out to y'all going to Africa, though, for real. Like we said, Chance the Rapper, Vic Mensa, uh, Meek Mill here. I think there's some other artists, but there's a lot going on. We really need to look at what's going on out there. I don't know why why they're choosing Ghana. Like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? Now that, I'm not sure. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like I said, with Meek Mill, I saw him out there speaking with government officials about okay. prison reform, things uh, like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so... Maybe they're out there trying to make some sort of social change going on. Gotcha. But, shout out to them, though. Yeah, shout out. Let's move on, though. We're in the acting space now. Mm-hmm. A crazy, crazy, crazy report just came to us. This came to us today. Literally. <clears throat> Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are in a happy relationship. They've been married for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Before, they were both in their own respective relationships in which they were married. Dwayne Wade had his own kids, things like that. Right. Gabrielle Union had a husband to which, from what she said, she paid all of the bills. Mm-hmm. Chris Howard is his name. They were married from 01 to 06. Yes. She admitted to uh, infidelity in the relationship. She admitted she cheated on him. Sheesh. And she said she didn't feel bad about it. She felt like it was well within her right because he didn't pay any bills. Ooh. Yeah. I got the quote. You want me to read the quote? Yeah, go ahead. I was paying all the bills. I was working my ass off, and I felt like that's what comes with it. The actress, who's 50 years old, recalled on an episode of the podcast, she said, the spoils of riches. Like my dad before me, whoever has the most gets to do whatever the hell they want, and that's what I thought. That's a gross, that's a gross way of thinking. I'm, I'm glad we can, we can dive in on this. This shit, because people think celebrities are just like, oh... I hope y'all don't think this is okay. Like this, this shit is not okay to me. When I read this, I was like, "Bro, what the fuck are we talking about?" I don't, I don't care who makes more money or who makes less. This shit, that, that is gross. That's not a reason to go cheat. That's crazy. And and that is strictly. A, I don't know what what was in your vows, <laughs> but I don't know if you thought that making more money meant you got to just break the vows of being married. Nah, bro, this is crazy. Now she did go on and she did say that. He was cheating as well during the time. So, oh, boo. So that's why she felt like it, it was comfortable. She said she was just keeping up with the activities. I was like, oh, that's what you're doing. Cap. You're going to feel this one too. Cap. But uh, Cap. just stand on what she said at first because she may have had the higher incomes, paying all the bills. That don't give you a right to cheat, bro. That is fucking sick. Well, it's some. it's a thing that's a widespread thought. That women are to have their own money, make their own bread, have your own job because you don't want to be under the thumb of a man that feels like he can do whatever he wants Mm -hmm. as long as he pays the bill. Um, This was just the validation that uh, women feel like that, too. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Even from the the man standpoint, like that shit is dumb to me. No. Yeah. No, I I think that's I think that's crazy. Yeah, that's cruel, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like regardless, male or female. A uh, man and woman, I'm sorry. Uh, nah, bro. Like, just because you make more money does not give you the right to cheat or to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Especially in a marriage. Like you said, what, what was said in y'all vows? Because this is crazy, man. I can't even believe she said this. Like, I was really shocked. Does it? No, let me, no I'm going to. Does what, it though? What? Does what? <laughs> does what? I'm for real. What? What you going to ask? I mean. You are living for free in this bitch. <laughs> nah, bro. They don't give you a right, fam. Fuck that. No, let's really break this down, though, Corey. No, listen. Because I'm not with... I'm not with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not with Gabrielle Union. But I am I am open to change. <laughs> and I am open to this dialogue. Okay. All right. So, 
zero input being put in, like zero bills. Like I pay everything to the point where like I did I have no problem with her working. I didn't tell her to stop working. I didn't say, hey baby, go quit your job. And guys, this is hypothetical devil's advocate type shit. I'm I'm not rich enough for that. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, hey, you don't have to stop working, yada yada yada. But just so you know, like I'm going I'm gonna cover everything. Mm-hmm. So then she just like quits and stops like paying for all of that. Like <laughs> I can I can get some pussy. <laughs> what? <laughs> now that I'm like really oh, thinking no. about this wholeheartedly, like because like I'm really putting on for the team at this point. And you may be, but uh nah man. She's in a marriage, there's an agreement at the end of the day. Regardless of who's making more, that's not right to me. I don't care. Like, I'm not going for that. I won't stand for it. Like, <laughs> I can get this pussy or you can be in the cold. <laughs> you better go stay with your mama. See, like, and imagine being, like, out. Where is she from? I'm just thinking about what, them being in Miami. But just imagine imagine that during the summer without a house. I don't know, man. But I, I think what, what goes around comes around. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's true. Because you see... Cause Herpes. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, just, uh, just you know, she went through... Her and uh, D-Wade went through, you know, they shit. Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that. <laughs> I didn't even mean to say herpes before, but now it fits. Right, right. But no, nah, you know, he had, a, he had a, a child on the side when they broke up or whatever. And she had herpes. Facts, facts. Um, <laughs> But like I said, I know like why are you doing this right now? <laughs> no, because it was Dwayne that had it. Chill <laughs> out, <laughs> bro. I'm sorry, but no, nah, man. I just I'm a, I'm a believer in that. What goes around comes around. So you know, she she whether or not it was her first or her, her previous husband, bro. You know, she ended up getting into some shit with Dwayne Wade, bro. Like, oh, saying, you're saying like, what karma. goes around comes around. So <laughs> so that's why he gave her herpes. <laughs> They gonna take this down. <laughs> they gonna pull episode two or one down. Nah, bro. Our band episode. Ooh, Facts. this is gonna be our band Jordans. <laughs> Ooh, report this, y'all. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Y'all fucking report this episode. Man. Don't do that, man. Yeah, don't. No, I don't do that for real. Nah, that's that's crazy though. Like I said, I I, I don't agree with it, man. Uh, especially in a marriage. Especially in a marriage. Like I'm not. I'm not going. No, I'm I'm really just shits and giggles here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I don't condone the infidelity. I do have a quite bit different mindset now that I'm thinking about paying all of the bills. I should be able to get some throat. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I might not fuck her, but <laughs> I might not fuck her. It's still cheating, bro. Head is not. Yes, no, I'm just is. kidding. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Like I just wanted to spark. I should have left that there and said I'm not kidding and just let the female listenership yeah, yeah, yeah. run rampant. Yeah, but um. I want to get into this too, Kari, because yeah. I had this conversation last week. Okay. Because the lady was not happy with me when I was going over something talking about cheating, not me or anything like that, of course. Um, black men don't cheat. <clears throat> black men don't cheat. We're not even in that realm right. these days. But um, I said something about kissing and she kind of like jumped on it immediately and she was like why did you not label that as cheating is it bad that i'm only thinking in my head now as like a mid-20s man like when i think of cheating i think of dick goes inside a vagina <laughs> nah 
Cheating is everything, bro. I know, but like, <laughs> you can come back from a kiss, right? I mean, yeah, you can come back from Unless whatever. Unless you kissed his dick. <laughs> right. But you can come back from whatever you want to come back Cap. from. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying people, not you. I'm just okay. saying in general. You can come back from whatever you want to come no, back people. from. No, people. No. <laughs> don't do it don't do that don't do that shit but uh but no nah, bro i think uh all forms um uh, so let me ask you cause this is this is really where it gets deep so let's all the act the sexual acts let's talk about entertaining communication things like that how far does that go into cheating for you if you catch just like text messages or calls is that cheating if you if he See? If bro makes it past the DM and he has your number, yes. Mm. Okay. Okay. And um I I get a little bit more out of it if you guys have never met in person. Like if we if we've only like spoken over the phone yeah, and there's yeah. some shit like yeah, I've never even seen this motherfucker in real life. Yeah. I can I can um I'm a little bit more lenient or tolerant yeah, towards a situation yeah. like that, but still hurts, regardless. I'm P, um, <laughs> but in any instance, yeah. if y'all get to talking about, if y'all get to talk about that that sex shit, yeah, or y'all get talking that dirty shit, like it's yeah, it's GGs. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Hurt. <laughs> it's raps. That's that real hurt. It's over. Yeah, um, but back to your conversation oh, though. There's an ass picture in there. Chill out, bro. You sent this. You sent this thing in your ass, right. bitch. Why would you do that? Why would you send in your ass like that? That's my ass. <laughs> now, what were you saying? Back to you though. Uh, so, kissing. Did you say yes or no? Yeah, I would. Yes, yes, it is. But what? What? Why do you have to think about it? Like, what is it? Because I'm right off the muscle. Like, yeah. What you mean? Yes, because then you have to flip it. Like. What if you just kissed a bitch and then got caught? You don't want your girl to leave you over that kiss. I didn't even fuck her. I mean, that's just a nigga. I know. I know. But I have to think about it. Like, I have to be fair and think about my instance. That's the only reason why I'm probably not leaving her. Because if I kiss the girl... I'm probably still leaving. I'm sorry. But (laughs) if I kiss the girl... I know. Kodak Black. uh, A lot of you. A lot of me. (laughs) If I kiss the woman, I'd be like, nah, I ain't even fuck her though. Like, so that's just, like she I ain't said, even suck my dick. Yeah, like I said, that's just a that's so animalistic and barbaric as yeah. a man and sexist. Absolutely. <laughs> Toxic masculine. Misogynistic. Yeah, for sure, bro. Whatever you want to call. Oh, I, I am whatever you say I am. That's my new song of the week. Play that, put that Eminem on, nigga. <laughs> that's shady. Imagine being in a car, nigga says, put that. Put that new shady on. Hell no. Somebody put that slim shady on. Twenty twenty three. Get your ass out of my car. <laughs> Somebody put off. that kamikaze on. Nah, Eminem. We're not listening to that. But no, Corey. What? What is yours? Like, so I answered. You said for okay. Kissing? So if Stone Cold. Yes, it's cheating bro, for you. Yeah, bro. Every every act to me is cheating, bro. Kissing, sex, whatever. Like I said. Text messages, phone calls, like if it gets to the point, like you said, where there's where there's deep conversations, there's meetups, you know, things like that. It's cheating, bro. It's um cheating. It ain't no ifs, ands, or buts for me. Does it matter what time of day it is if they meet up? <laughs> Absolutely. Like what if you catch them at like Jason's deli at two thirty? Uh I'm gonna be pissed regardless. But of course if I catch you on a late night, 
dinner type yeah shit. like I'm, don't let me catch you at at the ruth chris at 9 30 yeah because now what i got y'all doing afterwards it, do, it doesn't matter because <laughs> now i shot this bitch up i just shot up the five-star restaurant facts 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 but nah bro all that shit to me is cheap like see, but some of it I can just, I can swallow. Pause. <sighs> Whoa. I know, I know, I know, I know. What the I, fuck? Like, some of it's a tough pill to nah, swallow facts. is what I mean. But, like, facts. Nah. if I walk in and, and you niggas are at McAllister's at 1.30 on Monday, like, no, and I know yeah. that she just she just took the 30 minutes out of her lunch break to do this. Facts, facts, facts. So, <laughs> I, I ain't going to lie. So, like, yeah, the acts, so any act performed for me. Um, you sexual act, sexual act. You gotta go. Oh, you are out. You gotta Ousted. go. That bitch is gone. But like, you know, the instance I just brought in. Yeah, things like that, entertaining, having a conversation. You know, just slapper. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I don't condone that either, guys. I I'm, don't condone that. I'm gonna be more lenient too, like you said. It's gonna. I mean, more than likely, I'm probably still gonna leave. Slapper, trust. Oh. Yeah, knock her ass out. <laughs> trust is gonna be lost. Comedy. You know? It's gonna. It's gonna be horrible, bro. But um. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta take it however you feel at that point. But for me, um, I'll be more lenient. But it's gonna change the whole dynamic of the relationship, so we probably won't work out from that point on. I'm really talking a lot of shit. It probably would not work out exactly because uh, Kari, I'm fucked up now. I know, and Kari knows how I am just right, because right, right. we've been friends forever. Yeah, I'm not going for that. Like, yeah, I'm not, bro. I, I'm really not. There are a million different things in a relationship outside of the infidelity. I can work with a shorty. With just about anything, right? Except for if the issues outside of the infidelity become repetitive, mm-hmm. or if you're a cheater, yep, or just a downright liar, like a, a liar, a cheater, and the repetitive, <laughs> the repetitive other things, yeah, that'll do it for you. But Same. oh, if you fucking right, you gotta go. Can't do it, man. Um, like I said earlier, I'm I'm past all that. That nonsense in my life. I'm I'm healed at this point. We'll get back into the pod in just a second, but I have one more question okay. now that we're in this space. How do you feel about when you're dating a new girl, but you know she's probably still fucking one of her, her old niggas before y'all are super serious? Oh, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, that, ooh, you ooh, know that's, that's, that's just a good question. Like, man. you go home after uh, the date one night, and, yeah. and you know that she's going to get fucked that night, yeah. and you're just laying at the crib. I mean... In the dating world, just because I've been in it so long now, uh, you just got to take that shit on the chin, bro. I, I automatically assume- She's getting fucked by somebody? No. Oh. I, I automatically <laughs> assume that I'm not the only one. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, okay. That's just my thoughts. Like I just go in like, you probably talking to other people and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not tripping on that. Um, but yeah, it is it is a tough pill to swallow, bro, because you know she could have niggas. She could be doing whatever, but- I mean, you just got to take that shit on the chin, bro. And I think vice versa. Pause. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tough pill to swallow. Like <laughs> no cap. But uh, I think vice versa, bro. Men and women, that's just, uh, it's just reality to a certain point. Like I said, I, I just go in thinking at it. And then, of course, as we get to know each other in conversations and things, you you can know. You will figure out over the time because. Oh, yeah, you know. Say like conversations, she only hits you at a certain time of the day. You know, it's seven, like, eight at night. Like, she like, stopped talking she to stopped you and shit. Like you, you kind of figure shit out along the way if you're smart. What's worse, if you guys go on a date, she leaves and you leave, and she get uh, and you leave, she's getting fucked by somebody else, or if she gets fucked by somebody else before y'all go out on y'all date. <laughs> I think afterwards is worse because I didn't spend all this time with you, bread. We didn't had a great night. 
just for somebody else. See, to I'm the opposite. Cherry on top. You better not come to this this dinner, dick mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you better not show up, dick breath to this shit. What if I kissed you? And don't come here high off of getting fucked by some other nigga. Like you, you floated into this Ruth Chris off his dick. Yeah. And now she on your tab. And she's definitely like. You're not fucking tonight. She just fucked two hours ago. Yeah. Girls don't do two dicks in a day. <laughs> <laughs> Most girls are very, very cleanly. They'll do a dick one day, then another dick the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who it was. I think I saw someone say something like this before, but That's like, funny. no. Most girls, they're not doing two dicks one day. Like, you might do different dicks different days. Yeah. They're not doing the two dicks one day. That's dirty for girls. Yeah, yeah for sure. Niggas will do two pussies one day. On some Travis Scott, I just niggas will fuck three girls in the same day just to, just to to live by Travis Scott's words. The three peat, just to hear that shit in a song and be like, yeah. did it? Just to hit the bros like, I hear the three peat guys. Fuck three hoes I met this week. Yeah. It's funny because niggas niggas were really on that type was, of time. I was gonna say niggas are sick. We're sick, bro. We are sick. Men are sick. Barbaric. Bro. Yes. Animalistic. Very. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Freak uh, of nature creatures. <laughs> But no, nah, that, that was a great, great question, though, for real. Because, uh, you know, that, those are thoughts, bro, of course. You got to have it. Like I said, if, you, if you're... If you're old enough. Yeah, you, if you're old enough and you're realistic with yourself, bro, like, it's just reality. What age did you start thinking about that in the dating world? Because at when I'm thinking 18, we still have that young gusto, 18, 19, 20. Nigga, can't nobody fuck the girl I'm fucking. There's nobody doing that shit like me. At a certain age, I'm like, no, nah, somebody's probably hitting that too. Yeah, bro. <laughs> for me, it was uh, my 20s for sure. 20, I was gonna say 22, probably 23. I was gonna say maybe 23 yeah, yeah. for me that I was like, okay, I was like, come on now. I'm not the only nigga in the world that has good sex going on, and somebody's probably the same way that somebody's like, there's a Michael Jordan to your basketball. Like, you're not the best player in the world. Yeah, it's a tough pill to swallow. I'm gonna keep saying that throughout <laughs> the pod. <laughs> Fellas, now I'm talking to the fellas. Talk to them. We are in our heads the alpha, the omega, the end all, be all. We have the biggest dicks in the world to us, and nobody can fuck as good as us. But when you think about the the instance, like I said, there's always a basketball player out there better than you. Mm -hmm. You could think about when you would try to be hard when you was younger and mom and pops will always be like, yo, it's always somebody out there better than you. Yep. If you think about that in the sex realm, it really might take you down a notch. I mean, if you're not comfortable with yourself. Oh, I'm sure. comfortable with myself. Right, exactly. That's what I say, but of course, you know. And I'm still, I'm still him to me. <laughs> but uh, no, just like you said, when you're a teenager, of course, bro, you have those unrealistic thoughts where it's just like, like you said, nobody, nobody can take my girl. Nobody, nobody could ever fuck my girl. Nobody's doing what I'm doing. But bro, as you get old and you get, right, it's so dumb. To Remember think thinking about. nobody could fuck your girl? Like, what? <laughs> you niggas are dumb. <laughs> hey, yo, if you are, if you are in that, that, uh, that belief Stop. or if you're, 18 to 21 or 18 to 22 yeah. because y'all are still in that realm cut it out yeah bro somebody can fuck your girl and it's probably already happened yeah, anybody can get it and i asked y'all this a couple years ago on the pie and we were probably still in that frame of mind yeah, yeah. when i said to you and hoppy i said do you believe you ever like without you knowing that you've been cheated on in your relationship y'all were like nah nigga like i don't think i've been cheated on in my past at all is that different now? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
These niggas, I wish Absolutely. I could pull the pod because I know y'all probably remember saying no. It's, yeah, you know, probably. like, no, like I can truly look at you, Roderick, and say, no, I don't think my girls have ever cheated on me. Now that we're sitting here at almost 26, it's a, it's a completely upside down. Yeah, yeah, it is unfortunately. Yeah, they, they they was out here stupid. It is, it is. Like I said, I'm healed now, man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So I'm we can now. we can laugh about it. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, it's course. funny now. Of course, of course. But for sure, fuck Gabrielle Union. <laughs> <laughs> that was my bitterness. That right, right, that was all my bitterness right. from everything I said. I was over. I channeled it into Gabrielle. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's funny, bro. No, I'm just playing. But shout out, shout out Dwayne Wade. Shout out Gabrielle. Shout out Herpes. Oh my god. You know? No. Oh, it what? No shout out to that. If you take your medicine, you can get the the same way like the HIV, you can you yeah. can get the like undetectable like magic. All right. <laughs> I was just like this nigga's insane. <clears throat> All right, I'm sorry. Let, let me double down it and get out of this sick state because are we ready to move on? Yeah. Let's do it, man. Because I need to be serious. The same way I said at the beginning of the pod, I would be remiss if I didn't speak about Big Scar. Myself and Kari, we would be remiss if we did not speak about the tragic situation that's going on with Demar Hamlin. Absolutely. Um, during the game of Monday Night Football, it was Chiefs versus Bengals. It was. It was. Bills, Bills. I'm sorry, Chiefs versus Bills. Um, uh, Bengals versus Bills. I'm sorry. I'm so fucking. I was calling um the Chiefs the Bengals. Um, but Bengals versus Bills, huge game. Um, if you've been following the season, big game. Um, critical game. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> You watched, I believe, the Bengals on offense. There was a play being made. Um, DeMar Hamlin makes a tackle. Seems like a routine play. It didn't even seem like that hard of a tackle. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that to which DeMar stands back up. When he stands back up, he immediately falls back out, goes into cardiac arrest. He collapses in the middle of Monday Night Football. Yeah. The game takes a pause. The... uh, the medical team immediately comes out. Mm-hmm. They perform CPR because they notice that that Demar is not breathing. Um, <clears throat> I believe it took. They said something somewhere between nine to fifteen minutes to to resuscitate him or yeah. something like that. Or they so. did CPR for nine to fifteen minutes, something like that. They immediately transported him over to the hospital. And uh, my apologies for not saying this, just because I'm moving kind of quickly. Demar Hamlin is uh, a defensive player for. The Buffalo Bills. Safety. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I knew he was a DB. I just didn't want to fuck up. But um, 24 years old, he's still in critical condition. He's been in critical condition since the Monday night game. That game was paused and eventually suspended. They still haven't um, made plans to reschedule that game. It's become a, a life and death situation yeah. for DeMar Hamlin. Um, we haven't gotten any news yet that he's regained his consciousness we know that there's a tube down his throat at the moment they're still running tests um they said that he's making uh improvements but because he hasn't regained consciousness yet we are not sure what those improvements are exactly uh and this was just this was the craziest shit i've ever seen on the football ever and i was watching it yeah i was watching it live man now of course you know over the years we've seen guys go down you know concussions things like that um you know you just think it's routine you know even this situation i was expecting him to you know get carried out give us the thumbs up you think everything is gonna be clapping the game goes back on like normal nfl and we just continue on 
Um, but I knew after a while, I was like, once they kept coming back from commercial, giving updates like, hey, we don't, we just going to. But then they came back and Joe Buck said CPR. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? CPR right means somebody is not breathing down there. <laughs> so um, this was, like I said, this was just, I've never seen anything like this on the football field. It scared me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was damn near emotional just watching that shit. I, I just, me too. I was very emotional. I, I watched Sports Center for the next two hours yeah, after the that. The entire night type shit. But like, to the point where they said, we're not giving a press conference right now. It won't be until tomorrow. That was that was what that's when, turned that's when I turned because I was waiting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just I just think to these guys' families, man, and you know, like his whole family was at the game too. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is an away game. It was just a lot, but uh, it was a big game, huge game. It was damn near one of the biggest games of the year, man. But like I said, it was just I've never seen anything like that. It shook me up. I'm still shook. I'm praying for that dude, man. For Demar Hamlin, his family. I really hope things improve. Hope he's able to, you know, come back and tell his story. I don't. He's probably never going to play again. Man, that is yeah. That like that's water of, under the bridge. That's that's out of the question. But um, you just never see that. Never wish that. Like nobody even knew what to do, bro. Like that was just some of the craziest things I've ever seen on the football field. But just once again, prayers. Um, I love <clears> the <throat> unity that the NFL has shown. All the teams, you know, they're absolutely even outside of the NFL. We've seen the bro. NBA. We've seen the every NHL sport, every sport. come through, and and they're mm-hmm. supporting every sport, man. So it, it's big. And then um, even he had like a a fun. Is it a fundraiser that he was putting on something right for like kids, like toys giving back? I think something like okay. GoFundMe, something like that. And like a nonprofit, nonprofit, something like that. But uh, the donations have just been pouring in. I think they up to like almost five million dollars at this point, bro, for his his organization, or whatever. So the support, man, that's all you can ask for for a situation like this because nobody, like I said, nobody has ever seen anything like this. This is scary. This fuck football, fuck sports. This is his life. This is life or death, like you mentioned earlier. So um, I'm just I'm just praying for him, man. Literally, like you never wish that on anybody. We've never seen anything like that. It's just it's scary. I am. Truly, truly, truly praying for him, for his family, for his teammates, for his friends. Like Kari was saying, and I'm almost at a loss of words thinking about it. It's just something you've never, ever seen happen. You've seen hard hits. You've seen concussions. You've seen people die for certain things. You've never seen. Well, when I say you've seen people die, you've seen someone get hit and have a seizure or you've seen someone get hit and have a brain injury you've never seen someone actually be the aggressor the tackler make the tackle get up and just go into cardiac arrest heart just stop Mm -hmm. on a football field on a football field it's insane there's no words for it I, i i can't i can't literally Find the words to think about it. The only things that I can think about are the medical uh, protocols of things. Do we know how fast they they got in and were able to to start the CPR? That okay. Before I get to that, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> Once the hit was made and he falls out, things like that. I knew it was serious when I'm watching NFL players that you don't even see crack a smile. On an average day, their Instagram pictures, you don't see them crack a smile. They don't smile in pictures with their wife and kids, <laughs> crying. 
mm-hmm. like bawling, crying. We we are looking at some of the toughest guys you have seen. Yeah, bawling. Right. Um, and with injuries in the NFL, they, like you said, they happen every game. They happen every day. Right, right. So what what reason would an NFL player have to cry over an injury? I don't care if it was a Joe Theismann type of injury. Yeah, yeah. That shit just happens. It's football, and sometimes you just may you, you may snap a leg and never play again. Yep. That's the game, and that's what comes with it. When you see something happen to a Buffalo Bills player, and there are Cincinnati Bengals over there crying their eyes out, yeah. um, you get a different notion. And I believe it all stemmed from when the medical team got out to the field and you hear he doesn't have a pulse. You hear he's not breathing. And from that point on, you don't see his eyes open. Um, you, you have to see one of your best friends that you work out with. This is a 24-year-old guy. You know he's full of life out there. Right. Um, <clears throat> and his family is at the game. And that's your boy, and he can't wake up. That's the type of shit you think think about it, and it's fucking with me. Right, right. Even um, even saying it like, and think about it in that notion. That's your boy, and y'all can't wake him up. And you can't do anything. You, you can't know? like you just have to be in the background. It's out of your hands. You know what I mean? I watched. I was watching sports, and like I said, all night we watched. Uh, Stefan, we watched him walk into the facility. Yeah, yeah. They talked about how they almost turned him away. Um, and the ESPN newscasters had to explain to security, no, 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 no. This is Stefan Diggs. This is his teammate. He needs to be in there. Yeah. Uh, I had tears in my eyes watching Stefan walk in with his head down, hands in his pockets. It, it, it just, you never want to see it. it you, you never want to see it like this. And Back that that leads me into the medical part that I was headed into. I've had an auntie going to cardiac. Um, I know the I know the ten minute rule with cardiac. Um, with the brain activity, with the this, the that, and we're not getting any info, which scares the fuck out of me. Um, because I don't know if we're in a situation where we're just waiting to bring him out of sedation and pull that tube out, let him do what he needs to do. Yeah. Or if we're in one of those, how long do we wait situations? And we don't know. Yeah. And I understand like shout out to the family and prayers to the family again for keeping that privacy. And I know the NFL is going to do whatever it does to maintain that, confidentiality with yeah, what's course. going on. I know, you, I know you're just talking about it. Yeah, we don't, yeah. We don't need to know. I, yeah. know. I know what you're getting at. You're not, you're not going to get, uh, until anything actually happens, until it, this is a life or death situation. So until one of those two happens, you're not going to hear anything besides improvement, this, that, or until he regains consciousness. Right. Um, you're not going to hear anything like that. So they're going to do their best to keep all of that away. Shout out to the family for not letting this get to a situation where we're hearing all sorts of shit. Right. Um, and shout out to the NFL players for not being messy and, and running around with info. Um, <clears throat> they're probably already under some sort of protocol or contract to not disclose any type of information on that situation. But I just want to know, man. 
I just want to know because it, it's it's insane. I had kids coming up to me in school asking about it. Like some of my kids, like, yeah, yeah. is he okay? What's what's going on? Have you heard about him? How they yeah. looking to to Mr. Taylor for the answers? Yeah, man. I'm like, uh, That's he hasn't nothing yet, nothing yeah. yet. But um, it's just it's terrible. It is, man. Like we say, it's just something that um, you know, we've never seen, so we don't know how to react. We don't know, you know, what to do. But uh, just shout out to once again, like how it was handled. Uh, shout out to both teams. You know, shout out to NFL for canceling yes. the game. Uh, shout out to that medical team. He's actually so Cincinnati, the hospital that you know they use for players um, that like get injured, right? In Cincinnati, it's like one of the best hospitals. I forget what they said, but like their ICU or like their intensive care, they have people on standby like 24-7. So he's literally in the best hands that he could be in is what they're saying. And it was almost one of the greatest, not one of the greatest situations, but to be in that situation at that stadium was amazing. Because from what they said, he was only about two miles away from the hospital. You You were in a place where not only could you get to immediate CPR from the team, um, to make sure, like what I said, with something like the cardiac situation and a brain activity mm-hmm. thing waiting too long, that fortunately um, or hopefully was taken care of in that instance. Right. They were able to get him immediately into a paramedic, immediately transferred over to a hospital where he was able to get top-notch um, help. Mm-hmm. So, DeMar Hamlin is... A, is he has the best odds um, medically. Absolutely. And just just prayers for this guy, man. Uh, this is a human being, man. Fuck all the football, sports. It's athlete. bigger than football. This is a human being. This is a, a brother, you know, an uncle, a cousin, a son, um, father. I don't know if he has kids, you know what I'm saying? But this is a human, man. So, like, a lot of people, you know, have things to say. Like, let's just keep it positive and just pray for this guy because it's literally, I know we've said it. But it's literally life or death at this point. You know what I mean? And so, football is a game, man. Yeah, bro. Fuck all that football. Uh, and it's shit, an expensive bro. game, yes. And it's a livelihood for some. But at the end of the day, it's not bigger than football. I mean, it's not bigger than life. I'm yeah, sorry. Bro. Football is, is much just, smaller than the situation. Yeah, just a game. Um, But yeah, thoughts, prayers, hopes, love. Goes out to Demar Hamlin. Goes out to the family of Demar Hamlin, friends of Demar Hamlin, the teammates of Demar Hamlin, the coach and administration, the NFL, the NFL PA or the NF, uh, the NFPLA, some shit like that. Um, Players Association, the NFPA, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for for handling this and and it's tough, man. Their continuance in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough though, but yeah. Shout out to everyone with that. All right, man. We're gonna try to bring y'all out of that state before we before we close the pod out. Yep, yep. We got a couple more things. East Bay is shutting down, Corey. <laughs> East Bay, man. If you guys, because I know we had some Gen Zers on here. <laughs> if you don't know East Bay, it was pretty much the pioneer for before there was the internet type shit. Uh-huh. Um, this was the the pioneer for catalog sneakers when yeah, yeah. if you needed. Nikes, Adidas, Reeboks, Jordans. Um, you got them out that East Bay catalog. Yeah, man. I remember uh, being as a kid, being as a kid, being a kid um, at like my grandma's house, man. My auntie's having East Bay magazines, and I'm not ordering shit, but like. No, hell no. It's just I'm having reading. a catalog. Yeah, I'm looking, like, I can vividly remember reading the magazines, looking at basketball shoes and things like that. This was, uh, they were in business for like over 40 years, like you mentioned. Yes. So. 
it's crazy to see this come to it. It's really sad because it just lets you know like where we are now as far as like the digital age. Digital, bro. Like and we love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it, but I hate how it ruins, you know, what we are accustomed to. You know what I'm saying? Like East Bay, that's something that you would think will last forever. You know, it's kinda like Blockbuster in the Netflix whole situation. Like when Blockbuster was gone on, it was just like, bro, what are we moving to? You know what I mean? But I guess all good things eventually have to come to an end, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's any more information. After more than 40 years in business, East Bay is closing up their doors. Yeah, yeah, I'm just seeing people talk about how over yeah. the years, uh, what it meant to them. Yeah, man. You've heard it in countless rap songs. Typically, I kick game like East Bay, but you got a nigga freeze frame, y'all please play. <laughs> and like you said, this was before the internet, so you had to call in. You had to call the number to to get your shoes that's and, the only way and in the early 2010s our era of sneakerhead we know east bay for being very large in the online sneaker game selling before there was a stock x right before there was uh what is it what kicks else is this? On fire, kicks on fire kicks on fire kicks on fire goat kicks on fire goats um sneaker um yeah. we had east bay mm. we had shoe york we had Flight Club. Flight Club. Yep, yep. Flight, I love Flight Club. They fuck around, be next. <laughs> nah, facts. But they got a strong brick and mortar presence in New York. Yeah. So um, I think Flight Club fuck around and be all right. But even even with um, East Bay, mm-hmm. Foot Action is closing their doors. Digital age, man. I never thought I would see this with Foot Action, though, because like I said, with Flight Club, they're brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So they're not just online. And... I always thought just because of the online setup, are Foot Action, Foot Locker, and Champs not some way associated to each other? You know, I always thought they were, but I guess I know I know Foot Locker stands alone, but like Champs and like Foot Action type shit, I thought one of those were connected. My thing was like I always remembered there was something when we were buying shoes online back in the day. Mm-hmm. They would route all three websites somehow the same way. I just just they all had like the same layout, layout and platform, but it was it was all different. Like I said, was just, it? Yeah, like like I said, Foot Locker we know stands alone, but Foot Action Champs. Am I missing one? Or is it just those three? Finish line. Finish line. Okay, so one of those are connected. I think it's Foot Action and Champs though. If I would have to guess, but I I don't know, but um. But yeah, it's just crazy, man. Like we said before, like everything is is moving to digital age now. Like I don't even think people really buy shoes from the actual shoe store. That's the thing you mentioned. All those those other platforms, the reselling platforms, we were buying the shoes. Damn, Foot Locker owned everybody. Foot Locker owned East Bay, Foot Action. These niggas are a monopoly, and they own Goat Monopoly. But uh, but no. So I was mentioning we would actually buy the shoes from the shoe store's website. Oh, absolutely! You know yeah, I mean? we'll be like, on FootAction.com. We'll on their on their that website. shit would never happen these days. Or or I, mean, I don't even know if kids think about that shit these days because they're on the sneaker app. I don't even think they do it anymore. I don't know. Word. I don't know. Like I really. It's been a long time since I've even right, right. looked to one of those three sites to buy it. I'm not in the sneakerhead realm anymore. Yeah, yeah. But um, the only one I know for sure, Dick's Sporting Goods. They really be sleeping on Dick's, but they be having they be selling their shit online all the time. But I'm not sure. I'm sleep on Dick's, and yeah, don't wake anybody up because now I'll I'll use. For sure, I think I think the game know, but well, you told him. I told him. Damn, I did not know Foot Locker owned 
East Bay. I did not know they owned Foot Action. But like I just said before, I because of the layout of the websites, I knew something went on similar. with, yeah, yeah the, it was very they, they were very similar. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, if you walk in a mall, Foot Locker and Foot Action are, they're never far apart. They're either right next to each other mm-hmm. or one's right across the, the way from the other. Yep. Makes sense. Hmm. And I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, I guess they're just not seeing the growth in, I know you're not seeing the growth in East Bay anymore. Hell no. But foot action, you would think was still wholesome way, but maybe not. Maybe not, man. I really, like I said, I'm not into the shoes like how I used to be, so I can't really give a lot of game on it. But um, it makes sense because I know a lot of people not even going in store to buy shit. Everything is online. Foot Locker is the smartest mind fuckers in the world. Why is that? They made you, they put the fucking store next to it or across from it, made you think that if you're not buying from there, you're buying from the competition. Oh. No, nah, nigga, that's us too. Yeah, bro. It's business. And during, like I said, during the early 2010s on some chokehold shit, you get online, go, go to the most popular website to buy shoes on, you're buying from us too. Yep. And even nowadays, because they just cut East Bay at the balls, you can buy from us inside or we got goat. <laughs> that's crazy though they, they monopoly <laughs> but it's only because of shit like champs and finish line that they can say they're not man forgot about finish line finish line was really the one too oh yeah yeah finish one, line was the spot bro who was it that one one of y'all got this type of gift card or some shit from finish line or, or it was either you or your pops that had something no wait what was the gift card <sighs> Y'all had like a membership there or some shit like that. Yeah, my, we had a we had a finish line membership. See, yeah, and you niggas yeah. was getting discounts every shoe you bought uh, and shit. Yeah. Some I got I would get some discounts on some retros. It wasn't just like crazy. It may knock off like twenty, thirty dollars here and there, but yeah, moms had the the dis I mean uh the membership for sure at finish line. Yeah, I knew it yeah. was there too. Yeah, yeah, y'all was having as children. <laughs> I wasn't nah. really I wasn't really having. No. I was a pay less nigga. This this was later though. This was later in life. This, okay. This wasn't when we. Were, yeah. This was high school. Yeah, yeah. This was high school. This, this wasn't elementary. Trust me. No. Yeah. It was. It, we still had rough times yeah, growing yeah, up. I ain't gonna sure. lie to you. For sure. For sure. Speaking of rough times, let's go ahead and move on. Bill Cosby said he's moving the fuck through his rough times. Those are over. <laughs> he's moving on up to the east side like George and Wheezy. Yeah, yeah. He's out of jail, and he said that he's going back on tour, stand up comedy, twenty twenty three. What's up, nigga? Hey man, Bill Cosby, eighty five years old, still getting to the fucking bag. Now, we know when he went in, I think it was like 2013, 14, well, that, that trial or that whole debacle started. Even up until the trial started, he was selling out dates doing stand-up back then. Mm-hmm. Do we think it's going to be different these days? Different how? What do you mean? Does Bill Cosby still do well in ticket sales? Uh, yeah, he does better probably than he's ever done in his whole career yeah. to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Well, unless you're 80s Cosby, thought, 70s, 80s Cosby. I was about to say, he's, he's an old guy, but no, he's going to sell out. He's going to sell out every show he does. Um, people just, people love con- controversy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're so, right. And what, they're going to want to hear what he has to say. Are they going to, is he going to have jokes about what's exactly, going on? I was just about to say, whether or not he even talks about the situation, people are just going to go because it's just the what if. As a consumer, we thrive and we live off of the what if. We just talked about this with Chris Rock and the, the Will Smith situation. Same thing with him. When he goes on tour, he's going to sell the fuck out. Bill Cosby's going to sell out every I, show. I'm a stand-up comedian. Um, I've studied Bill Cosby. Yes, like to to the fucking T. To the T. Yep. 
if you niggas think that Bill Cosby is going to go up there, like if you think Bill Cosby is going to go up on stage and talk about any of that, oh, no, no, no. you are fucking insane. Yeah. Bill Cosby that. doesn't even curse. Bill Cosby doesn't even use explicit content. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even go near sex. If you think he's going to make a joke about being a rapist uh-huh. or an alleged rapist, you are out of your mind. I will say, though, his uh, his comeback line is crazy. He says there's so much fun to be had. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. No, no. no what's, what's this about, Bill? What do you mean? Bobbert. What, what type of fun Bill. needs to be had? Robert. Come on now. That's a sick headline. Uh, what was it, William? What what do they call niggas? His nickname is Bill. William, Billy, uh, Billard, Bill, Billiam. Shit, Bill. Squilliam. <laughs> oh fuck. Said Bill. <laughs> um. It's crazy. I right? think he'll sell out. Yeah, he'll yeah, sell yeah. out every day. And to be completely honest, we haven't really heard him in a long time. Uh-huh. Comedy, fuck around and be sharp. I won't be there. <laughs> nah but that's a sick quote man there's so much fun so had. much fun to be had you hootie patootie <laughs> shout out Bill though man um, yeah maybe if he does really well were you about to say something I'm sorry I was just gonna say maybe if he does really well he scrape up that money to buy NBC oh yeah I mean the deal's probably still on the table yeah it's probably still on the table he can still buy NBC come on now this is Bill Cosby that's Bill Cosby come on what do you think you think he, he does 56 rapes they're gonna take away NBC if Tory was about to buy NBC, <laughs> Tory buying NBC, R. Kelly was gonna buy it. Everybody, Mike was gonna buy it. You, you know they, Mike. He had to get him out of there. <laughs> too much. Money. Mike was gonna buy NBC. You know they had to say he sucked kid dick. <sighs> too, too much power <laughs> on that side, man. Yeah. You know, that's how it goes. All right, guys. I'm sorry. You've been wild. I know. You've been going crazy today. I'm sure. No. <laughs> We're back, episode 201, and it's 2023, and we're going to the next level. Oh, I've been saying for three years that I'm taking this to the next level. You know how many different levels we've gone to? Nah, yeah, we hitting that level this year for sure. Nah, no cap. On my level, too short, Wiz Khalifa. Absolutely. Uh, where are we at? Are we mo- Oh, we got some other niggas that they couldn't get on their level. Man, this shit here. <sighs> During the, the top 10 or the last pod that we had, did we talk about the cold coming in or the snowstorm, shit like that? Last episode. 200 we talked about. Okay. That. Yeah, yeah. So we had in New York what was considered the storm of the century. We had six to seven foot high snow in New York. There were people that were opening up their front doors and could not get out. There were people dying Man. in this snowstorm. I've seen young ladies that fell asleep in their car on accident, froze to death. Damn. Um, It, it, was, it was rough out there in New York. Jesus. And it hit the airline industry hard. Or let's say if you weren't prepared, Mm -hmm. it hit the airline industry hard. Southwest Airline had a hell of a beginning of winter. Mm -hmm. So when the snowstorm hit, Southwest is not as big as um, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, United Airlines. because And I'm just trying to put the listenership on because yeah yeah. yeah, a lot of people might not know um southwest is amazing in their own right but they're like the vacationers airline not like they're not shitty like spirit frontier things like that and yes i don't care if you ride spirit frontier i'm calling it shitty the fuck (laughs) shitty um (laughs) 
It's fucking shitty. Um, <laughs> but Southwest Airline is pretty much the upper middle class, higher class version of vacation flying. Right. So they're the they're the little dogs, but they they carry they the the mo that yeah. holds that holds weight. Yeah. But they don't have enough aircraft power, or they they don't have big hubs like DFW has. Like American has DFW, Delta has DFW. These other places have DFW, Chicago O'Hare, yeah. LAX, Miami, where there are major hubs right, right, right. with several aircrafts in other places. They don't have hubs like that they're point to point everywhere so they fly they say they have 20 planes they're going to fly those planes point to point to point to point until they get back to the beginning of the route that they started at started. the beginning of the day right when shit starts to freeze up and there's a snowstorm going on in new york that leaves so many planes that are trapped in new york they don't have hubs in new york or they don't have hubs in these other different cities that are able to take these planes, move them around to different places to navigate the people yeah. that can't get this, 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 pick and that. Pick up the slack, basically. Right, right. They didn't have anything to pick up the slack. Some of these planes got stuck in New York. Mm. They had to cancel 75 to 90% of their flights just based off the snowstorm. It's crazy, man. I saw a lot of people... Um I gotta stay off Facebook. I don't even know why I've been on Facebook, but bro, it's the Facebook is literally the ghetto of social media. Bro, it's so trash. It's it's ghetto. It's the ghetto. But I just saw a lot of people Projects. there talking about how they got their flights canceled. Southwest was it was a lot of people getting stuck, trapped all over because it's Christmas time. A lot of people are traveling. You have time off, so people are all over the country, right? Multiple different states, and they're getting trapped just because, like you mentioned, Southwest doesn't have. Um, you know, the, the hubs where they can pick up the slack when things go wrong in a certain point. So like you mentioned, 75 to 90 percent of flights getting canceled. But I don't know if we've ever seen anything like this from Southwest or just in general. We definitely haven't seen reactions on social media the way we fucking saw them. Yeah, dog. Oh, my goodness. I have never seen so many unhappy customers. Yeah. Um, I mean, lines of hundreds of hundreds of hundreds they were receiving vouchers they were receiving rebooked tickets things like that there are people that are getting angry they're being forced out of line because they're not happy they can't be rebooked mm -hmm. to the point where southwest is now being sued because there are people that never have received their refunds for those flights yeah not even uh what do they call it flight credits no um, in a lot of those instances, I, I heard people saying they were not offering flight credits. They were offering rebookings um, and refunds, I believe, but no no uh, flight credits. But my thing is, I don't want to fly with you niggas after this. I was going to say, I need my bread back. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> like, fuck a voucher. I don't, I, don't, I don't care how much the voucher is. Yeah. I don't want to fly with you niggas yeah, anymore. Yeah, I need my bread back after that. I think Southwest will be just fine. I mean, yeah, they're going to bounce back, of course, because like you mentioned, um, you know, it's kind of for like the the middle class, things like that. It's for the, the average vacation flyer. Right. And they have a lot of uh, what, what do you call it? What do you call it? Like things. I don't even know the way I'm looking for it. the 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 bags fly free. What is it? Uh, Perks. Perks, I guess is, okay. is the right word. Um, but they have amenities. Lot, amenities. That's the word I'm looking for. So they have a lot of amenities that that, you know, appeal to us. Right. You know what I'm saying. So, of course, they're going to bounce back. And I saw it on Twitter. They're probably going to strike a deal here once everything gets back. 
The flight's gonna be cheap as hell. Oh my god, <laughs> ninety dollar one way trips to Japan. I was gonna say it's gonna be like <laughs> sixty dollar trips to Rome. Fuck you talking about? You can see the Byzantine on this shit, nigga. <laughs> right. yeah, guess who's gonna be on the motherfuckers? I, <laughs> me, nigga. I, I, we, bro, come on, we don't miss out on no steel. Are you crazy? Those same things that we saw going around with Frontier, they were like the seven ninety nine. All you can fly. Yeah, yeah. Those shits gonna be one fifty. Bro, do you not remember during COVID when the flights? Oh. My we yeah. fucked up not flying as much as we should have we during COVID. Yeah. We flew a few times. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, we did, but and I specifically Southwest because at first, so I had booked a trip before COVID. Okay. For this was like the trip was in May. I think I may have booked it like January, February. So they end up giving me a voucher or credit, whatever. That I end up using. I remember this for a flight like at the end of the year. I think when we went to Colorado in November, the one that you missed. I think I end up using Fuck it. Fuck you. My bad. I ain't have to say that. I know. But I think I end up using it then. So, nigga, I'm, hey, Southwest, I'm with it. As soon as them deals, because the, the flight was cheap than the bitch. So, I'm with it. And the bags fly free, man. Yeah, I'm with it too. Come on now. Um, Yeah, I'm actually waiting on that price to drop. Absolutely. But like I said, they'll bounce back. And Southwest is in a period we just saw within the last 10 years they opened up from flying domestic now southwest flies international mm. they are just now in the last 10 to 15 years making their huge steps they're not like the like i said the american the delta the united who have frequent um business flyers every day so that's who they're using and if money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and if southwest wants to be one of the big boys they're gonna have to expand mm -hmm. um they're going to have to open hubs. They're going to have to have planes that are not just point to point. Um, and they're going to have to act like big boys if they want to play with the big boys. Because the name Southwest carries, to the average consumer, I just have family. My mother and father spent their entire careers in travel. Right. So I know stuff like this or I can reach out and get info like this. But to the average consumer, people would not understand why Southwest isn't just as big as all the other ones I just said. Because they have the name. Like you they said, have the they, name. They dress it up. To make themselves look that big, but they, do. they are not that. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me, <laughs> you're not that guy. You're not that guy, man. Somebody said, "Let's bail them out with taxpayer money." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that's you know that's how that shit go. That's fucking funny. <laughs> that's exactly how that shit goes, bro. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Them in the stock market. Yeah, bro. The fuck, nothing like a good old government bailout. Come on now, you know it's coming. You see who's in office. That's Ooh. all he knows how to do. It don't matter who the fuck's in office. Trump will get you a government bailout. Oh, yeah, come on now. You know how that he, shit go. Oh, I love a government bailout. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Shout out to Southwest. I will be on a flight sometime this year. Absolutely. Me too. Um, But I think that was it. That's all I got for him, man. That was episode 201. Yes. It is good to be home. Yes. It's glad to be back. We want to shout out the listenership again. Shout out the viewership. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. It's episode 200. One of the Rising Ground podcast, your boy Roderick. Sir Jakari, we out of here. All right, let's get out of here. I give you one chance, then you fucked it up, then you fucked it up again. A mistake ain't a mistake when you make the same one again. Who told me that I'm the one, but I ain't one of them? Communication getting frustrated, can we make it make sense? You make more time for your homies and hit me when you feeling lonely Yeah, how you gon' look at me sideways when I ain't heard from you in five days? How we together? Don't even speak You too busy out here running the streets Ain't even checking on me We say it's love, but how could it be? 
I was doing my best, he was doing the most And it started becoming a habit He was telling me heaven, but giving me hell That's a fatal attraction He was giving me hope, but it's killing me slow It's a silent assassin, yeah Gave you love and passion No one said I imagined it be Wasted, energy wasted Mentally wasted, yeah Everything just feel wasted, I just wasted Energy wasted Mentally wasted, Faster, make me feel like. Oh. 